Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. What's happening, weirdos? A, uh, a silly one. I'm so happy to report we have a very silly one on our hands. Uh, this is one of my silliest and funniest and favoritest episodes and guests ever. Rhea Butcher. So let's get to that as quickly as possible. Uh, we do discuss a t-shirt, uh, Eat Lead Cobra. <laughs> You'll see, which is uh, explained in the episode. And you can get that at teespring.com slash Cobra. Uh, let's see, the ad, we're being brought to you today by Squarespace. You know this, building a a website can be tough, and even if you do know your way around coding, crafting, something that looks good and uh, works well in the same time as a consuming affair. Whether uh, it's for a business site, a portfolio, a restaurant, or whatever else, in this day and age, you probably need one anyway. Well, lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful website templates for you to work with. Not only that, but those templates are part of Squarespace's responsive design, which means your website scales to look great on any device, further minimizing the hassles of making a website on your own. Looks good on your computer, looks good on your phone. Every website you build also comes with a free online store if you need it. Just need something minimalistic but powerful? Their cover page feature also allows you to set up a beautiful one-page online presence in minutes. Seriously, you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you 24-hour online support and a beautiful website for only 8 bucks a month. You even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So what are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. And when you decide, and when you decide rather to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code WEIRD to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for our podcast. Thank you, Squarespace, for your support of You Made It Weird. Squarespace, build it beautiful. And uh, let's see, I do have a couple tour dates coming up, some live uh, podcasts. I'm going to be in Montreal at Just for Laughs. Then I'm going to be in San Francisco doing stand-up at Outside Lands. Uh, then Houston, Dallas, these are some fun ones. Toronto for a live You Made It Weird there as well. And then Utah, all of those are available on PeteHolmes.com. Utah, Toronto, Dallas, oh, <laughs> how did I forget already? Houston, San Francisco, Montreal. Those are all coming up, all available on PeteHolmes.com. As is uh, the new shirt, uh, Eat Lead, you'll see. <laughs> Go to Teespring.com slash Eat Lead Cobra. All right, enjoy. Rhea Butcher, so funny, so, so silly. You're going to love it. Get into it. So, Rhea. Yes. Hey. We're rolling you. Thank you, Aristotle. Eris, this one's you. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you want to sit across from me? <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, this guy named uh, Peter Gwynn, very funny guy, funny writer. I knew him from the Chicago. I didn't know him. Yeah. I watched from afar. I'm sure. Did you have those days when mm-hmm. you leered at other comedians? <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> I wish this was a TV show because you just made the perfect leering from the back from face. From the back, around the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> that separates the comedy from the rest of the world yeah. <laughs> in Chicago. It's just a thin, thin piece of velvet that keeps everybody. you got to keep it contained. Yeah, exactly. It's like the first class curtain, but you know, for <laughs> yeah. laughs and but, yeah, exactly. genius. <laughs> but I, I used to, I used to, I was obsessed with improv and sh- Chicago improv and 
because that was how I thought you got on SNL. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you know, you know it's just deal. like a ticket. You just it's like, the ticket. Yeah. It's like one out of fifty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you open go. a candy bar and then you're like, I'm on SNL. <laughs> that would be so fun. <laughs> that would. Sometimes when people ask me how I got my own talk show, I, I, I stole this line from Adam Pally. Mm-hmm. But I, I did this recently. I said, I want to call him. <laughs> <laughs> and they believed me. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't that. It was E-Trade. They said, how mm. did you get to be the E-Trade? Oh, okay. Now it sounds like I'm just bragging. And I said, I want to call him. And you just kind of had to like talk. Oh, like really? Who's Colin? <laughs> <laughs> we fanned to the right and that's Colin Hanks. Yeah. I want this Colin. <laughs> That is the funniest Vine I've ever not seen. We'll yeah. never see it. We'll never see it. Colin Hanks, if you hear this, he's on Vine. He is on Vine. Come to a Vine collab. Rhea and I will be talking. Yeah. And I'll say, how you doing? And you go, oh, I just <laughs> want a radio call. Yeah. I don't know if we can say radio. And then we pan well, over and he's there. Yeah. That would be perfect. I hope he hasn't heard that before. You never know. I feel like that's pretty... I don't think he's heard. You spend your whole life being a Colin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like every day. So how do I call in? (laughs) 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 He's probably heard it. Although you probably hear the first one. I feel like that's the third or fifth Colin joke you would think of. Especially given that you're Colin Hanks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It probably gets pushed back just a little bit due to that fact. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not so much humor about your first name. Your first name. name. It might be the last name. As your, your obsession with your dad. Leering at your dad <laughs> from behind the dad. curtain. <laughs> I wish this was a TV show. That's the perfect leer face. <laughs> but that brings us back to leering. I used to... Uh, why did I... Bring, oh, Pete, so about the seat. Yeah. Peter Gwynn told this story. He had this very helpful blog. That's never been said. <laughs> right. That's never been said. <laughs> the market. This is the first time a blog has ever been helpful. <laughs> Note the time. <laughs> I read it and it was like, here's how to audition for Second City or Improv Olympic or any of the improv-based yeah. auditions. Oh, but, but that's trademarked. Which one? Improv, improv Olympic. You can't say I-O. Olympic. Yeah, there Imp- you go. Improv Olymp was their website. <laughs> yeah. It was. A limp. Really? They dropped the ick. Oof. It was, it, this is back in like 2001. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Drop we dropped it. the ick. It's the worst part. <laughs> The Olymp- it is the worst part. The Olymp is the fun part. The Olymp is the good part. Yeah. If you're saying the word Olympic, the part that you're dreading is the ick. Yeah, uh, always. But the Olymp kind of feels mm-hmm. like a mouthful of marshmallow Ooh. fluff. It's kind of like, Olymp. Sure, yeah. You also did like a ski slalom. Yeah. Like that, which, your, yeah, I'm your right Your tongue kind of does a Ooh. slalom. <laughs> there's, there's some play to it. I feel like if I was eating a jar of fluff, I would say Olymp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's Alan Rickman's favorite word. <laughs> sure. Olymp. Olymp. Mr. Potter. <laughs> what do you think? But also it? dropping the ick seems like Alan Rickman's favorite part too. Oh, uh, a limp. Ugh. Ick. <laughs> <laughs> Picture Alan Rickman. Yeah, I, ready for a laugh? Picture him dry heaving. Yeah. <laughs> In the Galaxy Quest costume. Yes. Then yes. <laughs> With the ears? Didn't he have ears? Yeah, ears and a headpiece. Fake, right? fake, fake head. Like fake head. Real head. Yeah, re- well, right. Yeah, his fake head was real. piece. Fake extra head. The opposite of a hairpiece is a headpiece. <laughs> headpiece. I went in for a headpiece. They gave me a headpiece. A joke that works nowhere <laughs> yeah. for a bald guy. Right. I wanted a headpiece. They gave me a headpiece. Alan Rickman's in the crowd with the headpiece <laughs> laughing. No, even he doesn't like it. <laughs> even he doesn't like no, it. No. 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 yippee ki <laughs> Motherfucker. That guy became a children's star. Yeah, he did. He's Weirdly. a children's star. It's like, uh, wasn't, am I completely wrong that George Cartland was on 
Thomas uh, the Tank Engine. He was. That's yeah. exactly right. And then replaced by Ringo Starr. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that second part, but mm-hmm. it sounds true. Yeah. You know how things sound true? You didn't they, hesitate. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> Why slow down life? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I'll take it. Take the ending off of Olympic. You save so much time, you don't have to slow us down anymore by questioning my <laughs> pop culture references. Ooh, I'm a gold medal uh, Olympic. Olymp- Olympian. Olymp. Olympian. Olymp. Icken. <laughs> Icarus. <laughs> yeah. He calls him Arus. Uh-huh. Thor. That was a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to think of Alan Rickman calling his agent and being like, I'm not a child star. Am I? <laughs> it's, not, it's not the direction this is going. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Peter Gwynn said... Helpful blog. In an improv audition... Uh, the best thing to do, because you only have like a minute and a half. You right. do these preposterous, how are you going to do that? Sure. You know what I mean? It's like a stand-up audition, like last comic, blah, yeah. last comic barfing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be too divisive. Oh, I can say that I'm on that show. Are you on it? Yeah, I can say that now. You are? Time. Yeah. I didn't I know that, and I yeah. just made fun of it, because no, no. it's so brutal. I mean, it is brutal. I just mean but the brutality. In the best way. The, br- yeah, the brutality yeah. of a reality show, I think, is what you're getting at. Reality right? brutality. Yes. <laughs> the reality Reality brutal. shows the are... The reality. Yeah. I didn't step in it. I would admit it if I stepped in it. I find that show is very difficult to Absolutely, be, yeah. to flourish in. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. Yes. We'll talk about that later. Look, yeah. I'm going to write it down. Write Laughs, it down. Comic barf. <laughs> LCB. LCB. It sounds like a lesbian co- coalition. <laughs> we'll get to that, too. Oh, it I'm is. just kidding. Is it? <laughs> no. Oh, not. come on. Don't, I'm sorry. Don't I pull the guy's leg. Lesbian coalition. I believed you on Ringo Starr, and I'll just believe everything you <laughs> <Yeah>. say. <laughs> everything you say. Um, so anyway, so yeah. stupid. He says you have like a minute and a half to audition. So if someone sits down, like there's two chairs, then two people, and they go, go. And the first thing the person does is they sit down. He's like, you have to do something big. So you have to be like either get offended or fall in love. Like it has to be big. You, so yes. his example was, how dare you sit at a time like this? It's <laughs> yeah. like a, is a That's, great way. Yeah, that is a great opener. You know, f- improv fighting is kind of cheap, I suppose. But sure. like you only have a minute and a half. Be, I mean, be somebody cheap. sat their ass down in an audition. So <laughs> I feel like. I don't think you understand what we're talking about. <laughs> you think you need to like take it serious. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. no sitting. No sitting. Maybe we're not playing sit Stanley. Right now. <laughs> oh my God, are you improvisationally yes. trained? <laughs> Sit stand Not, I lean. Mean, I can't really say, it would be a stretch to say that I was improvisationally <laughs> trained. I mean, I did Second Whoever City. Whoever trained you was just making it up. Right. Yeah, they were just making <laughs> yeah, it up as it goes along. It off the dome. I did like A through you E did. or whatever at Second City, and then I started doing. Yeah. And I didn't audition for the conservatory because they're like, yeah, you have to have taken other classes and i was like i yeah, didn't so yeah. I, uh, I didn't do that wait but you did a through e right but you have to take an additional you have to have like a, a college scam. credit or a like a scam. theater it is a scam it's a scam it's which is ridiculous because like hey what about the people that go through this and are good but didn't do it in college right. or don't have the time to take to, meisner to, or to whatever ben, ben franklin's right across the table <laughs> yeah. that's all it's yeah. about i'm not even shitting on it god bless him go try and make some cash yeah. they were doing it in the back of like a not a supermarket but they I was just thinking about when we were talking about... I burped. <laughs> we were talking about... Uh, Last comic, your, burping. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. You win! I won! Thank you! Here's some Tums. Oh, and, I yeah. remember when Dad... I think it was Dat Fan won. Yeah, he won. Mm-hmm. And there was no ceremony. It was Jay Moore. And he goes, and the winner of Last Comic Standing... And it's this big moment. 
Yeah. And he goes, it's Dad Fan! And a big, big picture of Dad Fan comes up, and then the credits rolled. There You're was kidding. No, there was no, like, thank you! <laughs> oh, it was man. just, they couldn't, it's like they ran out of time. Yeah. You're editing the finale. Keep some of the was final moments. Was it a live moment. finale? I don't know. I don't think it was. Yeah. It might have been live. Maybe that's why. Do they do them live? I, I don't know. I, I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> well, not as, that's what you, you signed a non, non-disclosure. You can't say if season two of Last Comic Standing <laughs> yeah, was live. I don't know. <laughs> I was unaware of Last Comic Standing as an entity until yeah, March till, of this year. <laughs> that's right. That's the only time you're allowed to acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, where were we? Bar- Last Blog. Comic? Blog. Uh, oh, yeah. The, we were talking about Second City. Improv. Oh, because I, I, I said Sid You Stan said Lane. you didn't take that. Oh, Sid Sandlin. Yeah. And I said the money. Yes. Uh, and I took all of cash. Second City, but and then I went to IO and I stopped at like level four, I think. Okay. Because I actually, it it's actually a funny story, Pete. Is it really? Uh, no, it is. But that's the reason that I started stand up. <laughs> That's what I think most, whenever I see people, I go, who's this goof face? Sorry. Hey, goof. Gooferson. A, a goof face just walked up the stairs. It's a little goof face. And he was looking at us, and I said, who's this goof who's face? This goof you're, face? You're all caught up. Yep. Okay, so what's the funny, I mean, what's the story? So I was taking IO classes, and I had, like, a really good group of people in uh, Second City, and we all became sort of friends, and it was, like, our, our own little team yeah. pretty quickly, which was fun. And you you went, you went advanced and, together. Yeah. And you were then, like, let's take Thursday at 3. Yeah, exactly. It, well, in Second City, they were deciding to keep everybody together, so you got oh. to stay together. Just when they, so then a bunch of us That's went to IO together. Another, yeah. Guys, <laughs> a lot of people left. Is group, that true? Because they were like, you guys are too clucky. And we're like, sorry. Ah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> zop. <laughs> zop. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, you shoot him a zop on the yeah, way Yeah, shot him a zop on the way. There's the, the a door. talent click is one of the worst clicks, oh, though. Oh, terrible. Because it's the funniest people being like, we're funny. <laughs> yeah, just and inside jokes constantly. Yeah. Oof. And there's one quiet genius, like an Albert Brooks type, just like, hey. <laughs> but he doesn't He doesn't want to impose. Exactly. And now he works somewhere else. Yeah. I didn't mean to put him down. He's a fictional. And now person. he's Lorne Michaels. There you go. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. he, 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 now he has all the money. Now he does all the, of it. While the comedy monkeys dance. <laughs> <laughs> no. I Who's laughing now? <laughs> I'm in the money <laughs> click. <laughs> <laughs> it's Robin Williams for no reason. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> money click. <laughs> Ooh, look at this money click. <laughs> go on. I have a huge money click. <laughs> I um, don't have a money clip. I have a money click. <laughs> <laughs> Holds thousands. <laughs> Millions, even. Josh Rubin just taught me the trick to doing a Robin Williams impression. Mm-hmm. He's so funny, Josh Rubin. Squish I, your face back into your chin. That's a good one. <laughs> but then he goes, he always does this. And I never notice any pattern. This obviously doesn't detract from his genius in any way. But it's this little way to do it as he goes, well, the thing about, give me like a topic. Uh, slip and slides. Well, the thing about slip and slides is you go down and sometimes it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You nailed it. You nailed but it. I'm only nailing it because Josh Rubin, yeah. full credit, figured out that he says the thing about blank mm-hmm. is that sometimes pause. Whoa. And it, you can say, whoa. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you can just say oh, the obvious nelly. thing. <laughs> you can be like, well, the thing about sex is you're there and it gets in and then hmm, you come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's candid. You yeah. think he's pulling you in and then he's just like, you come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now click. it's on you. <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> 
You do the joke. You <laughs> give me my punchline. He outsourced it. But those are the best jokes when the punchline is up to the audience, right? Well, there should be. A, well, like, that's the. Ugh. That is the pleasant moment, I suppose. Sometimes when you click it together. When you do the work. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm hard on my audience sometimes. <laughs> I sometimes say, like, you're not doing your part. Yeah. Like, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to picture the things I'm saying. Yeah, you have to work. This yeah. is Pictionary. I, I, exactly. Well, that's what Stephen Wright said. He said, you know, I'm painting tiny paintings in their mind. Yeah. And sometimes they're True. just like, talk about your dad. <laughs> yeah. I just did a show in Florida where they were like, ta- they were yelling at me to take off my clothes. What? Yep. Not that's, just for the ladies anymore, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I fe- and I was. Oh, this I is the slippery like... slope that me and my people have created for everyone. <laughs> now everyone is subject to sexual harassment. You guys should have stopped <laughs> yeah, it. We should have. If you had stopped it, the men would have been spared. The <laughs> right. men that were doing it would have been spared. Would have been spared. Having it done to them, <laughs> it was not a good feeling when you're trying to tell your jokes and people are like, "Take it off." <laughs> Just randomly. That sounds terrible. And it felt homophobic, too. It wasn't, oh, like, sure. empowered, like, you're hot or any sort of... Com- yeah. There was no compliment. It was like, be a fag! You yes. know what I mean? It was that feeling. Ugh, Sorry for saying fag. Everyone, Not to you. Oh, yeah. Everyone out the there world. that was like, yeah, I don't, don't like don't apologize to it. me, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not apologizing to Aristotle. Not apologizing. In fact, I'm not apologizing to anyone I know. Yeah. I'm apologizing to anybody that thinks you can't even say that word in context of, of portraying an sure. ignorant person. I feel so many ways about using that word, you know? Is that right? I do, yeah. I, I'm very t- conflicted about it. Because I, I, I don't want to like be like, oh, you can't ever say this word, because that's crazy. But also, it has so much attached to it still. I know. That it, it's not... Because I feel like I see so I many know. comics... Now I do feel bad. No, no, no. I mean, I mean it in all honesty. Like I, I feel like so many comics, like specifically dudes, and women, straight women use it, and... I do, I feel like they're using it or like making a joke about it yeah. to get to use it. And the reason I think people should lay off using it for a while is how much joy it brings them when they say it in their joke. That's <laughs> you know, they'll really like be on fun. stage and be like, "It was terrible. I was walking down the street and then this guy was like <laughs> and then they say it and I'm like I don't like, feel like... They betray the character, their joy. Yeah, they're like, oh, God, I get to say it. The guy's supposed to be angry. This big yeah. angry guy came up... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they get to and say they it. get so excited, and this their face changes, and I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be saying I, right now. You know, as you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a straight person. Uh, sexuality is a spectrum, I sure. suppose, but I, yeah. I, I am that way. And I used to really rail against that word because Christians, the yes. kooky Christians that I grew up with, wouldn't say motherfucker, but they would say fag. Yeah. And I was like, I can't be- – like, I used to – I've told this story many times, but suffice it to say the punchline is someone said fag in my room. And I said, I told you not to say that in my room. And he was like, well, don't say fuck when you're in my room. And I said, well, we're in my room. So get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. it, was like, it was like a sitcom. It was like the closing joke of Martin. Sure. <laughs> yeah. like, there should have been a studio audience that was like, yeah, all the ingredients were used. <laughs> We know your perspective. Perfect escalation of the scene. Great job. <laughs> the look on his face, though. He sure. looked like a fat Michael J. Fox, if it helps you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got it. Nailed but it. I'm, I'm with you. Even though I, I just defended my own uh, right to use it in a silly way. But it is a, it's a hateful word. Sure, yeah. We, think, well, we live in a circle of not only uh, you know, a metropolis, uh-huh. but also comedians. Yes. If you saw the texts I get from Joe DeRosa. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. every word And it's like a dude to. thing, you know? It's it a, is a it's dude a, thing. Because I used to say, when I grew up, I only, I had male friends after I was like 
10. Yes. I only hung out with dudes because I was like skateboarding and also a lesbian. So I like, was hanging out with dudes all the time. And I mean, we said that word constantly. Really? It was just the word, you know? And it just, it's a hard G. Yep. It's a hard, hard G's F. get you, and, and then the it's F, a hard F, F, F is at the, the most uh, friendly letter. Friendly, yes, because it's kind of like you have to give it no effort. It's like f- yeah, a word's it coming, just pops right up, and then you just have to say ag, mm-hmm. and that's fun. And that hard G, hard G lands it. And if you had the T on the, I mean, the whole it's. This got is two. why fuck is the only word yeah. uh, that's more maybe more fun because it has the hard K. <laughs> sure, it has the hard K, C K. <laughs> Louis, but you can also spell it with just a K if you want to. Louis F-U-C-K. Yeah, exactly. Has that been said? I don't think so. Hi, I'm Louis F-U-C-K. It's his dirty show. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's dirtier show. <laughs> it's his dirtier show. <laughs> well, talking about a guy who loves saying any word. Yes. Although we are operating from a place. I think, I don't know, that just clicked for me. We're operating from this bubble where people do hopefully understand, apart from these people that, as sure. you rightfully pointed out, really love it. Mm-hmm. I've seen comedians do the same thing with the N-word. Oh. White comedians. That's what I, yeah, exactly. They, Where you're like, ooh, I don't know. Here's a little one. Here's a little one. <laughs> I got a little one for a you. A little one? This is, this is a little mind joke <laughs> I've had for okay. a decade. If, so, if a white person, picture a circle of white people. Got yes. it. Yes. One of them says the N-word, but in context. Okay. Like, did you hear President Obama said- sure. And the N-word on Mark Maron. Right. But they say the word. Yes. Count to 50. One of the other white people is going to say the N-word. Oh, absolutely. As soon as the N-word door to is 50, open. Pete, I would give you 25 <laughs> or less. Also depends on the state that you're in, like yeah. the United States state oh, yeah, that you're yeah, in, yeah, 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 yeah. those 50 people. It might be right. a second. I think there's some the unfortunate thing where if you say it, uh, everyone just starts saying it like, Coffee percolated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they just can't hold it in. No. It's like a celebration. Yes. It's like a confetti. It's it's like white people think, confetti. well, I've been not saying it for this long, so yeah. I get to enjoy saying it yeah. this one time. It's right? like a racist like a fart terrible. you've been holding in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I could say it, but because you'd say it in a fart noise. Yeah. No, I don't wish I could say it. I, yeah. I don't <laughs> you know, know what I mean. It. Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. <laughs> I want to say cracker as a fart, but I can't do it. Yeah. I also want a, uh, a moment of appreciation Speaking for of cracker, though. Confederati. <laughs> Confederati. Oh, is that when you shred the flags and <laughs> poof them out in the ocean and go, oh finally. Oh, my God. Someone. That's I, how we should be celebrating it's this. It's not the right uh, tweet tone sure. for me, but someone <laughs> yeah. tweet. Not only should we take down the Confederate flag, we should grind it up and shoot it out. Hashtag Confederati. Yep. There it is. 300,000 likes. <laughs> yeah. Do you get likes on Twitter? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get, well, stars. Faves, yeah. Favs. So what were you going to say? I don't remember I now. Like I, interrupted I lost you it. Wait. We were talking about... But we're just talking about the issue of the F word. In oh, cracker. Yeah, and cr- oh, cracker. I watched the movie Selma, and I didn't... Selma? Selma. Uh, the movie about Selma. Oh, Selma. Selma. There is <laughs> yeah. a movie called Selma. Yes, there is. About or sommeliers. No. Yep. Sommeliers. Similar. 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 Hi, could you send over the sommelier? <laughs> could you send me the song? It's one of those words that the <laughs> yeah. only way to not <laughs> sound stupid is to really dig your heels in. <laughs> really? You can't go, is there a sommelier? <laughs> you have to go, Sommelier? <laughs> Get that sommelier. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's short for some old year, right? <laughs> because they they show you a wine that's from some old year. This is the best day of my uh, life. <laughs> this is the best day I'm of my right, life. I'm right in your wheelhouse, Pete. I didn't. I don't know if you knew this. 
but I'm right here. Oh, I knew. We got to tell the duck story. But <laughs> yeah, we'll tell the duck story. I, I won't oh, forget. so the thing is, I didn't realize until I went to see the movie as a white person. I didn't realize until I went to see the movie Selma what the uh, I guess derogatory term for white people. You know, when we're always like, yeah, but <laughs> we get called crackers. Like that's somehow <laughs> yeah. bad. Like we can't deal with that. You know, it's terrible. Uh, but I did realize it's like whip cracking. That's why we're called crackers. Excuse me while my mind is on because the floor. Because I, I could hear the tone that it was spoken in because I was watching a movie that was not made by white people yeah. about black people. And I was like, uh, just sitting in the movie going, no, got it now. And then I, I looked it, it up and I was like, saltines were like of a pale so complexion. <laughs> and I'm covered in salt right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I like the less sodium one. No. I love, I'm sorry, I want to get back to your yes. mind-blowing point, but when I'm sick, you know, the best. I, and I eat a sleeve of saltines, mm-hmm. I'm like, why the fuck did I postpone this yeah. to an illness? I should just have it all the time. I think we talked about this on your podcast before. Every time I get did sick, we? I, I am like, oh and God. I was like, cherish it. Like, I just tell myself while That's I'm right. sick, like, cherish your health. Uh, and then I forget every time. But then also, while you're cherishing your health, go and eat sick food. Yes. Go eat some chi- drink chicken some noodle soup. Drink a Have red Gatorade. Have some Cheerios with I, skim milk. Do, live your of, life. I'm, my mind is a little bit blown because we've done, this is like 200, 268 maybe. I hope for comedy's sake it's 269. <laughs> that was a high five. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, I think we've done so many of these. The idea that we just covered, but because you told me what cracker meant, mm-hmm. and that made me think of saltines, and then that brought us back to sickness, which is what we talked about when you did the live one. Yes. He's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm going to throw this at you. Did you know this is an improv audition that we're doing right now? How dare you say that to me <laughs> at this time? Stand up. I know our father just died. But... <laughs> ah, there you go. I know our father just died, but how are we going to get out of this dry cooler? <laughs> President Obama is here, and he's swearing at the store. <laughs> I used to love a good initiation. Oh, yeah. I love three-line scenes, and if I was the the first person to go, I really loved trying to be like like kind of what you just yeah. said. Like, hey, we got to return this Indiana Jones fedora before they find out. <laughs> or something like that. Sure. That's not even a good one. Does anybody have a bag of sand? Yes. There you go. That's a good second line. questions. That's a good but... second line. Fuck. The, you know what I mean. The question rule. See, the thing is, I'm a physical improviser. Okay, Pete. yeah, I'm you make very a lot of faces. Into, I make a lot of, yes. A lot of gestures. Character decisions. Uh-huh, bold moves. Bold, bold, bold moves. moves. Oh, you didn't tell your funny story, but let me... Oh, yeah, we'll get back. I'm going to write down funny story, and you're going to tell it after I tell you this. Yeah. If you don't mind. I don't mind at all. Because speaking of, like, serendipities, that's, yes. a, that's a pretty mild serendipity that we yeah. covered the same topic. But for me, I have a very sensitive scale. I'll rank sure. it. I'll go. Please. Ranked. <laughs> it gets bronze, but it's, a, yeah. it's it's still a serendipity. It's bronze in the improv Olymp. You know? Oh my Jesus, <laughs> if ever I've loved thee. <laughs> I can go all day. I can bring this shit back with anything. Every piece is an ingredient left it on the table. All fits. It's a riffing barbecue. <laughs> As an only child, I played Twister by myself a lot, so oh, I feel like that made me really good at this. That's hilarious. Fitting everything together. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Not a fun game alone. No. 
You, not it at all. becomes very clear. Oh, there's just two rows of yellow, just like two rows of red. Doing downward dog. Yeah. In 1987. You were, you were like, basically oh. doing yoga. Yeah. Just doing. The it. guy that invented yoga was just lonely Twister? playing Twister. <laughs> I've got it. Kundalini. Red, red hand blue. I can't do. A, I can't do a good Indian. What they do V for something like Vish like yeah. for W. Mm-hmm. Then I put my hand. There's no. There's no good twister phrase. Transylvania. <laughs> they don't do yoga. Not at all. They're all pull ups. They're just yeah. They hang upside down. They do that thing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like in Batman. Batman. <laughs> Which okay. I know you love. Anyway, you love Batman. So I'm driving. Listen to this. I will listen to it. Three weeks ago, I read an article or see a movie or something that talks about Bob Marley, and they say. How did someone make the exact vibration of happiness? Okay, and that sure. stuck in my head. And I was like, I never listened to Bob Marley. But this is like almost a month ago. So then today, I'm driving into the podcast. And I'm like, I'm listening to what I normally listen to, kind of like instrumental stuff, so I can kind of hear my own thoughts. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm, I want to be happy yeah. and silly. I've never, ever listened to Bob Marley. I like Bob Marley. But it's not on my iPhone. And I, I Spotify it. Sure. So I'm listening to Bob Marley. And I'm getting into it, and I got four songs, and I'm singing along. Buffalo Soldier was the one that really hooked me, and I'm singing the doyo yo yeah, part. Yeah. And then I also was picking up, like, you know, brought from Africa. Yeah, oh, brought, yeah. And I was like, am You're I like, allowed to whoa. sing along? <laughs> I was like, I'm colonial. Just driving going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm so- You get it. Uh, and then I park in the parking lot back there, probably where you park. Yep. And it's empty. It's pretty empty today. No one's here. Yeah. I get out of the car. Buffalo Soldier is just wrapped up. I pay the meter. And as I'm walking in the door, I did a double t- I wish I had footage of my face just so <laughs> as an acting reference. Sure. Oh, that's the face I make when I'm genuinely, like, confused <laughs> and startled yeah. and delighted and afraid. Yeah. Because a truck pulls in, all four windows down, blasting Buffalo Soldier. You're kidding me. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I it's I a thought, revolution. I thought it was like Batman remote starting the Batmobile, and my <laughs> yeah. own car was yeah. playing. It was another car. And I looked at the guy, and he looked at my face with every human emotion yeah. going on in it, like you improvising. Yeah. And he and he must have been like, what the fuck? Does he see a ghost behind me? Or you guys were I'm, just at your most, like... Those moments, I love those moments because you're like, oh, yeah, we're animals. Because you're just, like, reacting to each other on the plane. <laughs> and I don't mean an airplane, but also that's when we're at our most animalistic. But I mean on, yeah, yeah like, yeah, just yeah. two animals going, oh, God, and there's he, another one. <laughs> and he's analyzing my face. It's funny yeah. how quickly we forget that. All but the then time. you can make, like, an uh, like an angry face or something. And people yeah. are like, what's wrong? Like, you are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you were an animal, like just an animal animal, we'd just you'd lick run. your face. Or you'd or, lick your yeah, face. Lick your face. Or be you'd like, make a bold, mm, it's like you improvising, you. Yeah. bold improv move. Yeah. Someone makes a scary face, you just run. Lick them. <laughs> oh. Or lick them. I'm going to always go with licking faces. Because you don't want to run out of the scene. Yeah, no, that's hard. So what do you make of that? Here's, uh, I, like, that is a, that's a gold metal sure. serendipity for me. I think that means if listen I listen to more Bob Marley. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will on the yeah. way back. Yeah. I just, it just kind of, those things feel like little breadcrumbs on the trail. And you're like, I think I'm just kind of, I always say in the flow, it's so hippie, but it's mm-hmm. it's how I feel. It's true, though. It's those days where everyone's smiling at you and Buffalo yeah. Soldier comes in and then Buffalo Soldier comes back. And you're just like, I just, whether or not it's literally true or just as a feeling that I interpret as true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
sure. I don't know what the Ooh. difference is, but I'm like, it feels like you're on the right track. It feels like you're where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And I know there are science-minded friends listening, and they're like, what a bunch of shit. <laughs> but I guarantee, turn on the radio right now, and Buffalo Soldier will be playing. <laughs> yeah, and somewhere. If, and if you do, you have to come to the Chopra Center with me. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, you, well, I do you, think that's true, though, that we get on like waves together. You know, I completely agree. Just imagine the Earth when there were way less human beings on it. Yeah, I think we just doubt it because there's a lot of us to think that it's not true. Does that make any sense? I think. Well, I was thinking about it a couple different ways, and I'm not entirely sure what you meant. I just mean like the less people there were, we definitely had probably better vibes with each other. Like we understood each other in a in a very basic way. Right. Like in so. a mammal sort of a way, like we're talking about seeing well, each other for the animals that we are. Because they did a test where they had a person in a room. It's, it's, I'm actually not crazy about this test, but what they did was they had a, a, a video screen of a person uh, and they uh, had someone stare at them, but they couldn't see this person. Yeah. And when they were staring at them, they're in this isolated room. I don't know how they controlled this. They were supposed to indicate that they knew they were being stared at. Right. And people had a very good percentage of like that feeling like they told them when you feel like you're being stared at raise do something yeah oh, raise okay. your hand or something okay and it's like so some but that's one of those things that we just completely take for granted sure two two examples that i like one is walking into a room and knowing that two people have just been fucking <laughs> or fighting <laughs> yeah you know what i mean absolutely noticeable absolutely <laughs> noticeable well <laughs> yeah. the fuck one there might be there's some other of things going on thing. sure but if people are fighting, there actually might be pheromones going on when fighting is For occurring, sure. too. But you walk in and, you, and you're just sensing it in that way. But maybe there's a pheromone going on and staring. I don't know. But you're in a room and someone starts staring at you and you don't know where that person is and you raise your hand. That's one of those, I just feel like someone's watching me, yeah. feelings that we all just kind of accept as phenomena that is not phenomena, that right. is normal. Yeah. Well, of course I could tell someone was yeah. looking at me. I'm but a it's... red-blooded American. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I vote Republican. Of course I could tell somebody's staring at me. Like any of that shit matters. And he eats a hot dog. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, you could talk more about that or I could steer you towards the funny story. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to the funny story. Okay, let's go back to the funny story. Because it's how I started doing stand-up. I like so that. What, uh, so I started taking I.O. classes with a bunch of people, but they I.O. likes to split people up every oh. level. They kind of make they it hard. They want to break it you, away. Which makes sense. Uh, so I started, and it just wasn't – it's not the same at I.O., obviously, because yeah. they're a whole other thing. And they're more into, like, the long form, like, building a character, all that stuff. Right. Emotions and scenes. And I liked the game stuff in Second City because uh, I, I just like riffing and making up stuff. Right. And being characters but not, like, let's see how long this will go. <laughs> I right, like three right. minutes of a character. And then the old and then man let's make come, another character. Right, right, right. And, and, like, open it up a little bit. And that character doesn't need to come back right. and say his perfect line at the end. Exactly. Blackout. <laughs> yeah. Shazam. Lights down. Um, I thought you said let's dance. <laughs> let's dance. dance. <laughs> I'll put on my red shoes and um, let's dance. <laughs> How is David Bowie such a masculine sex symbol? I don't know. When he's very because he's so feminine. That's he's why he's so feminine. He's an alien. Is also, Fay an okay word? I think so. Yeah, he's very Fay, right? Yeah, he's very, totally. He's very. Uh, yeah, you get it. Indiscernible. He yeah. and... Um, oh good looking, he's a good-looking woman. And then when he sings, he's <laughs> yeah. like, let's dance! Yeah. Did you know he's like, like a mime? 
He's I'm everything. Simultaneously so surprised and also not at all. I'm yeah. just like, of course he's a mime. Of course he is. And of course the first time he tried it, you really believed he couldn't get out of that box. For sure. You're like, oh my God, I usually hate mimes, but <laughs> David Bowie's really doing it for me as a mime. <laughs> Let's dance. <laughs> I feel like he could sing as a mime. Like he's the one person that you'd be like, I love this okay. music. <laughs> and there's no music at all. Oh, you think it's silently He's miming sang. music, and you'd be like, yeah. I think, oh, I think he's so doing ground control. <laughs> yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on 10. Oh, oh he's, he's miming that he's G-Force right now, so I think he is taking off. I love the idea of those vulnerable moments where someone as super cool as David Bowie is playing the piano, and he has to tell the band, and he's like, and the chorus is, let's dance. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, that's it? Yeah, but then I'll be like, let's Dance. I'll dance it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then the background singers have to be like, let's dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trippy. I can't, I can't, I can't do them. <laughs> Go on. Yes. So uh, then I started taking IO. It was weird because I didn't like being assigned characters because I would try to play. What do you mean you were assigned a character? You know, like the people uh, in your scene tell you who you are. Like you don't really get to say, oh, I see. I am the president. I mean, you can do that. Unless you're the first really, one to talk. Of course. But I would try to make a character decision. Sometimes I'd try to play a man and yep. I would always be called a lesbian. You really? know, like they, they would be like, all right, Jenny, you know, like, so then I'd just be like, oh, God damn, you know, like I, you have no actual, and I, I think it's harder for women yeah. in general because you just get called what you are all the time and you don't, you, you can't actually. Whereas if out. a guy comes out and is like, hello, dear. Yeah. It's like, they Mom. always make him a woman. Yeah. And also sometimes I want to be like, no, wh- how about he's just a gay dude? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> how come you're never our gay man? Unless. Let's- Dance. Unless you're just making fun of gay sex, like that's the only time people are gay in scenes and improv. You yeah, know? like when it's like gay panic or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just felt really constricted by the right. by that that whole thing. And then I had a teacher who's actually out here now um, that I really enjoyed, and he told us in class he was like, so, somebody asked him like, do you ever tell anybody to stop taking classes? And he was like, I never say like don't keep doing this if somebody's bad like they'll figure it out i usually try to say like hey you should try this or you know you right. should try something out like he tries to be positive about it so that like stuck in my brain somewhere yeah. and then we went out at the end of class he came out with us to the bar or whatever because it was chicago so af- after every class we would go drink together yes and he came out and he like very kindly made a point to talk to every single person that was in his class That's and then he got to me and he was like have you ever thought about... And I was like, oh, this is it! He's oh, telling me to stop God. taking improv classes. But he, he was like, have you ever thought about doing stand-up? And he went, yes, and I was like, oh, the I whole will. time. Yeah, but it was one of the best things. I needed somebody to tell me I should do that. Uh-huh. You know, because I'm a very, like, externally validated, hence the stand-up thing. Let's! <laughs> yeah. Dance. Now I'll dance because you told me to. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't dance. That's perfect. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I've never seen you improvise except here. Killing it. <laughs> <High five. laughs> that was a high five. But there is something. I, I've, I've said many times that I feel like improv is a gateway drug. To stand yes. Up. But that's not really true. Some people are just wonderful and way better than I'll ever be and way more committed and, and gorgeous. You know, Amy Poehler is a, is a wonderful yeah. example of someone stand-up is, is – stand-up – might have been her gateway drug to improv. Like right. that was the harder drug for her. But for me, it went the other way. And mm-hmm. and then you get in there and you're, and doing improv, you're always like you have like a bad show. And as somebody that really knew that this is what I wanted to do, 
I wanted to kind of be like I'm like I've said this many times. I'm like a comedy Republican. I'm very pragmatic. <laughs> sure. I'm very like, well, uh, Neil sucks. <laughs> we got to drop Neil. <laughs> yeah. It was never that, but it was like, you know, we need to we need to be as good as we can be. We need yeah. to rehearse more and all this stuff. And then the team, you know, most improv teams are like twelve people, and maybe four of them are really doing it. Yeah. And the rest of them are just like, I want to be a better public speaker, or right. a, a looser lover, yeah. or something. You know what I mean? I want a hobby. <laughs> my therapist said I'd benefit from a hobby. That's a great initiation, actually. Yeah. My therapist says I'd benefit from a hobby. But, Phil, murder is illegal. <laughs> Scene. There you go. That's done. <laughs> so you started yeah. doing stand-up because of the cruelty of one man. Right. No, actually, he was very kind about it. Yeah. And he told me to take Cameron Esposito's stand-up class. No because way. Because had an all-female stand-up class in uh, Chicago at the time. At the Lincoln Lodge. Three people? Yeah. <laughs> very few. No, it was actually a ton. Really? She, she, I will say... Really? All, I'm saying, all bias aside, from experience in Chicago, sure. there were two of us. I will I, say I, this, I'm including me. Yeah, because she will never say There were say two it. of us. Uh, but she did change the stand-up landscape mm. in terms of gender the equity. Fe- the femscape. Because, yeah, the femscape. <laughs> the landscape... Feminine. She, she stopped it from being a manscaped. It was not manscaped. It was femscaped. And now it's femscaped. It's femscaped. Yeah. But uh, so, so many more it. women. I think even because I didn't take the class. I didn't end up taking the class because she wasn't teaching it anymore. I didn't want to take any more classes. Classes. Yep. And she was hosting an open mic like down the street from my house. So I was like, I could probably just go there and yep. watch her and other people do stand up for then, free, like, and then just and do like, stand up. So what? Are, what did you yeah, think? So what do you think? Then I just did that. And it was a lot cheaper. And right. It, it was free. I think better. Uh, but I don't know because I haven't taken the classes. I yeah, mean, her yeah. class was just designed to get the, uh, women to write five minutes, figure out how to write five minutes, then go out and do those five minutes at open mics. Women minutes. Women minutes. Yeah. <laughs> minutes. They're pronounced minutes when you're referring to women. Minutes. When it's women's minutes. <laughs> They're minutes. Because women are smaller? Yeah. We don't take up as much space. You know, and you have cub- you have cubbies. Yeah, we have. You actually take in space. We take in space. Yeah, <laughs> men are all this is my space, <laughs> yeah. and women are like, not only am I taking up space, but I'm also offering. I'll space. take your space as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> so is that how you met Cameron Esposito? It is. Yeah, your wonderful lover. <laughs> my wonderful lover. <laughs> we have a waterbed now. Do you? And no, just the oh, word lover great. makes me think I of waterbeds know. for some reason. And open robes and pearl-handled handguns. Mm-hmm. This is my lover. <laughs> and shag carpeting. That's why that SNL sketch was so funny. Oh, yeah. Where they were you... like, lover. My favorite one, and I cannot find it anywhere, because I don't think they released this episode in its entirety, but when Ellen DeGeneres hosted it, they did, did a My Lover, and she was a lesbian in the thing. Like a, like a hippied out, you know, like granola, like they had had a three-way or something. You know, like they had this history... I can't remember all of it, but I just remember her hosting Saturday Night Live, and it was great. I've but never I can't, even heard of such a thing. Yeah. You probably have to have, like, a Hulu premium account. Yeah. And then every new moon. <laughs> That's how <laughs> difficult it yeah. can be to find an For SNL clip. For 20 minutes, yeah. How long did they hold out to uploading anything to YouTube? Like, so long. They, they held out. Lauren was somewhere going, like, it's a phase. <laughs> yeah. It's a phase. No one will use this internet thing. <laughs> Or they'll use our internet. <laughs> right. NBC SNL Universals. <laughs> <laughs> SNL 2. 
So you meet uh, Cameron Esposito. You start doing stand-up comedy. Yep. And then uh, what happened? Uh, well, we I was doing that for a while. just doing stand-up for a while at I the feel open like mic. I remember the story a little bit because she did the podcast and you did the live podcast. And maybe I know. Oh I yeah, I think that, we talked about it. Talking about it again. And then we went on. She took me uh, to Cleveland to open for her. And then that's right. After we that, we like jokes. kind of realized that oh oh oh. Because <laughs> right. I started and I, I thought like, oh, well, she's, I mean, of course you're like into her because she's like doing the thing you want to do. Like, right. You thought you were falling it, in knock love it with, off. Your, with yeah. your future. Right. And right. I was like, no, nah, stop it. You got to. But then, no. And now we're getting married. So right. I think it was the right choice. Thank you. And it's legal everywhere now. I Although every Facebook post I see now, first we were everybody was so happy, and now all the posts are these people finding these like complications, and they're like, "Get real, Alabama just prevented these this couple," and one of the people in the couple was on fire. Yeah, it's because he was on fire. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't marry him because he was on fire. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> sure. I haven't read those articles, but I just noticed this trend of people being yeah. like, "Get real." Yeah, nothing good happened. Everything's terrible. Everything's- but I will say it's not gay people that are saying that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, mostly. Yeah. Uh, confused people, like confused who, who, who about the could world. Be gay. Yeah, oh, I <laughs> no, thought you maybe. Meant sexually confused. Either way, I was in New York City. Mm-hmm. I was there to shoot this uh, short film for my friend uh, with my friend Oren Brimmer, and they said they needed me for two days, and they only needed me for one day. But uh, my hotel and my flight, it's all non-refundable, so I just had this free day in New York. Oh, boo-hoo, Pete. <laughs> boo-hoo. Uh, but Pete's I had- <laughs> free day in New York. <laughs> Wouldn't be a great movie. No, but it friend. would have an amazing montage. It though. would have a great montage. <laughs> just me getting a juice. Yes, that was yeah. the fr- I thought of you getting a New York yeah. seltzer and being yeah. like, yay! <laughs> but here is what happened, and this is a great uh, New York moment for me. Yes. Is that I get out of the uh, hotel. It's a little rainy. It looks like it's going to rain. And I was going to go to the park. I don't know what's going on in the world. Central? Central. <laughs> park? Central. Central Perk? Or... I was going to yeah. go to Central Perk. Mm-hmm. I was going to fly back to Burbank <laughs> and go to the set of Friends, yeah. which still has a working Central Perk. I yeah. don't know if you know that. I do know that. Oof. That's another thing Josh Rubin showed and, me. And Gunther still works there. Gunther, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> he does uh, Robert De Niro, and it's always like a... So it's a lot of inhaling. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. This is all him, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm in New York, and I'm like, I'm literally going, I should go to New York, but it's uh, central, central park. Mm-hmm. But it's, it looks like it might rain, and you don't want to be in the park when it's going to rain. So I'll just walk east, and I walk one block, one American New York block, mm-hmm. and there is the gay pride parade. <laughs> yeah. I just stumbled walked upon it. Walked right into it. Walked right into it, and it leaned on a building, and uh, cried a little bit yeah. and laughed. Uh-huh. And I cried when the NYPD came by. Sure. I, I, there's something about like seemingly like you, sh- you guys should be homophobes. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like the yeah. only thing they should be. And they're all there and they're dapper and they're white gloves and they're playing yeah. uh, somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, and my I'm God. Just like, <laughs> and everybody's. Were, was it gay cops? Were some of them gay cops? I being New York City. Yeah. I have to imagine 14 times per block. Sure. Someone went. Are you guys queer? I'm <laughs> yeah. sure someone did. <laughs> yeah. And someone had to be like, yes or no, or they had to establish the yeah. right way to say, like, I respect your question, I'm not, or yeah. it's none of your business, or right. let's just enjoy the horn music. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hopefully it, they were like, yep. And then that guy was like, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, going back to our F word conversation, yeah. Yeah. it was the whole city was like 
pulsing with with joy. It yeah. was amazing. Right. It was so fun to walk around and just be a part of it. I and then after I, I walked around, I passed like four gay guys that looked like Hagar from Final Fight, <laughs> yeah. just like really leather pants. Oh yeah, like the Chewbacca belt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I do. And just being like. Uh, they were effeminate, so I'm not just doing a voice. They're like, take our picture, take it! <laughs> yeah. Just assuming I would. Yeah. Because the city was there! Because everybody was there. And of course I did. And yeah. one of them was like, I look fat. And I was like, you look gorgeous! And I'm, <laughs> and I'm having photos. It was amazing. They were, the, every once in a while, you'd pass a shopkeeper... Uh, who looked like he wasn't into it. Right. But he was the mi- he was yeah. the absurd minority. The whole city was daring right. the world to be like, roll your eyes. <laughs> yeah, because, just, just even. Yeah. Just even try. Yeah, even try. Because <laughs> there are 75 really muscly men in dresses mm-hmm. that are going to be like, get over it, honey, or yeah. something way funnier, or even like aggro and like, sure. fuck yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? Because... But the most beautiful, joyous, fuck yourself. And I just stumbled upon this and, and kind of just basked in it. it That's was amazing. amazing. It was great. I, so you- I stumbled into the uh, Pride Parade in Toronto. Yeah. When I, this was years ago. This was 10 years ago, probably. Years Toronto. More than, no, yeah. Toronto ago. Toronto ago. Um, <laughs> Toronto And I went there with my boyfriend. Oh, shit! Yeah, the if last you- guy that I dated, which I think I brought up on your show the last time, so if I won't you- retread that too this much. But I, I walked into it and was like, Oh, this is. I should not be dating this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like at the end, like this, you know, thunder inside me was like, yeah, this is where you should be. You should be with this woman with nipple clamps. Not with her, but you should be with her, you know. I saw so many boobs. It was a straight man's paradise, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It was anybody's paradise. Whatever you're into, yeah. you're going to see it. You're going to, yeah. And <laughs> we were see it. in Providence, and we they were having their pride when we were there, when I was touring with Cameron Esposito. Um, yeah. And that oh, was so really that's even better. Too. That's yeah. a better experience. If you go with your boyfriend and you think, and you know you're a lesbian, but you're with your boyfriend, at a gay pride parade, this is a fact, you can just push him into the parade. <laughs> right. And that's considered that a, a clean breakup. Yeah. He just floats away. <laughs> they put him on a float called Beards. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets unhooked and rolled down a hill <laughs> into a soft, cushiony spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't, Not any, he doesn't die. He doesn't die, but he's, he's elsewhere. Like, later. <laughs> Peace. And then you get to <laughs> yeah. dance with Nibble. I'm like, I'm free. <laughs> well, that was a bit. We did talk about that, yeah. I suppose. But, you know, I forget. You know what I mean? That I'm gay. <laughs> no, I'm like a bad improviser. You're always a lesbian oh, right, to yeah. me. Yeah. You're always. She's always a, a lesbian, lesbian to, to me. me. <laughs> I was trying to remember the tune. Yeah. How does it? How does it go? It's. Like, I was just listening to this song last. Or no, I was listening to Piano Man, and I almost cried when he said, "When I wore a younger man's clothes, yeah. it really got me last night." You know Can those songs you? that you've heard just like a million times, and, and they're then like schlocky, and then you get to the perfect age, and you're like, "Oh." I'm going to count this as a bronze medal serendip for me. Mm-hmm. I always thought Billy Joel, Joel, mm-hmm. Billy Joe from Green Day, <laughs> yeah. Billy Joel was a woman. Really? He sounds like a husky woman. Interesting. Yeah, and the microphone <laughs> smells like a bear. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that is a woman. Yeah. I can still picture the woman that I pictured. Yeah. She That's, had like a hockey mullet. Yeah. I mean, it does sound like a woman that would be playing piano in a dimly lit bar while the pari- <laughs> parade <laughs> while the pride parade is happening outside. <laughs> no offense why, to why Mr. Why Joel. Pride. Pari- the pride parade. Parade. The Pride Parade. I know why we don't call it that because it was just doesn't the, make any sense. <laughs> I was in the News Museum in D.C. 
Newseum? Yeah. No, no, no. They called it Newseum. Oh, did they? Sorry? They got it. <laughs> yeah, they nailed it. And I think we had a discussion about how it wasn't good. Oh, that makes so sense. So you can't win. Yeah, you can't win. You make the word play, <laughs> I'm going to be like, you should have said museum. Mm, that's not a good enough. I did enjoy the museum, by the way. Yeah? You wouldn't think you'd like a museum of news. <laughs> but it's a museum of everything. Sure. And then there's like... Like print media, like all that stuff? Like how the news everything. has worked? You can go mm. into a room, <laughs> this is crazy, and pull out these drawers, it's very interactive, and find... The newspaper from like 1692. Like, we got the witch. Literally. <laughs> wow. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Holy. Do they have microfiche? I don't think there is microfiche. Really? Oh, that's a big Because one. you're not researching your coworker who you think might be a serial killer and then he's right. behind you. <laughs> yeah. That's the only purpose microfiche has ever had. Because <laughs> it's so loud. It's <laughs> so you can't hear him come in. Yeah. And, and it's a great you. moment to like. I got put, a new put hobby. On, put on reading glasses. Oh, yeah. And look upwards. It's not true. Yeah, you're you not know look, you're talking. not looking through the lenses. They're on the bridge of your nose. Yeah, they're on the, on tip the bridge, of your nose. and you're like, uh, 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 I haven't made that face in 14 years. Hmm. They're like, oh, hmm. what is what is this now? Because <laughs> it's always looking down at your phone. Like, yeah, exactly. What is this now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the new Batman game, and he's always on his communicator mm. yeah. on his arm, and I'm like, even Batman, man. Yeah, even Batman's a power glove. Power glove I watch. Can I or tell, watch, watch, watch. I'll tell you it looks like a power glove. His thing? You just killed it. Yeah. He's wearing a 1981 power glove. <laughs> Batman <laughs> is a grown man. Everyone's always like, he's wearing his underwear on the outside. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing two power he gloves. He has two power gloves. And those things never worked. And he's still committed to a power <laughs> glove. At least they didn't do what you thought they were going to do. <laughs> what, the power glove? The power glove, yeah. I thought, remember when you were young? Barely. <laughs> when you wore a younger man's clothes? When I wore a clothes. younger man's clothes. <laughs> no need to gender swap that line. I really did wear a younger man's clothes. And still do. <laughs> I enjoyed the uh, the way it worked. Is uh, I thought the power glove would be like, you're reaching into the TV yeah. and like throwing balls and feeling things. Mm -hmm. It was just a piece of plastic. Yeah. It sucked a fucking... Just a glove with a controller on it. <laughs> like an of glove that they yeah. slapped a controller yeah. onto. Yeah, <laughs> why stop there? If you're calling that a power glove, yeah. make a power anything. Power boot. <laughs> Just you have to cross your legs and you can play with one leg crossed. Yeah. Falls asleep, yeah. wearing Akari Warriors. Good Pins Akari and needles. Ooh, pin and need. <laughs> pin and need. Pin and need. Pin and need. I wonder if Penn, Penn and Teller are considered calling themselves pen and needles. <laughs> pen, Probably. Pens. Get them on the phone. Hi, Pendulette. <laughs> he scares me. He seems like a surgeon from like right when we discovered surgery. Ooh, yeah, that's you know a good call. I mean? He also reminds me physically of uh, Jeff Bridges in The Fisher King at the beginning because his uh, hair is pulled back so oh, tight. Oh, yeah. So perfectly tight. So perfectly tight. That is terrifying to me. Because you know he spent a lot of time on anybody that does that. What? Putting uh, their like hair a back? Perfectly tight. Ooh. I love that that was a thing. Like you wanted to look that the slicked back thing yeah. was like, mm, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. you want to look slick. It's very like <laughs> and now it's, Wall Street. It looks like you have coke. I'll say that. Oh yeah. Like if I was trying to get rid of some coke, <laughs> I'd slick back <laughs> slick my hair, your hair back. and be like, why? Why is your hair that way? It's like I have coke. <laughs> <laughs> not even covert. Just not even covert. Well, the like, thing about cocaine is you do it, and then it's like, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the thing about shit is you do it and then flush. <laughs> See? Pow. It's fun. It's it fun. fun. You eat potato chips fun. and then hmm, they're gone. <laughs> you go to the pride parade and you're like, hmm, wow. <laughs> Rainbow suspenders. I know a thing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Mork was definitely by curious. <laughs> nanu nanu, know what I mean? I don't. <laughs> well, what do we do now? LCB, last comic burping. Yeah, we can talk about last comic burping. We could tell the duck story. Oh yeah, we could tell the duck story. Why don't we do? Because the duck story is guaranteed a maze. Yeah, we'll do last comic burping. Sounds good. I didn't know you were on that. I have a real problem with that show. Really? I. I mean, I can't talk about it super much because yeah. it hasn't come out yet. But um, I'm glad you're on it. You'll yeah. be in millions of homes. Yeah, my face thing. will be in homes. And I think... Uh, Telling comedy. Yeah. Doing your thing. I yeah. don't have any problem with that. Sure. It just seems kind of... Reality shows are daunting. It's a re- You know, it might not even be that show. It's just reality shows. Yes. Reality yeah. shows. They, they break my... You know, Jesselnick's doing it. Great people we yeah. know are doing it. Great contestants we know are doing it. But there's something about taking something as kind of ethereal and... Ever changing and yes, uh, subjective. Su- subjective. <laughs> I think. Oh my god! I'm that's gonna, that's the thing that I'm going to make a certificate for you. Oh boy, comedy is incredibly subjective. Yeah, <laughs> like there's. So should we put it to the masses? Should we put it to the same people that make the now? That's what I call music compilations. Right. Chumbawamba for 2015. <laughs> Bring it back, <laughs> and then that motherfucker is going to be like, I like this comedy, and his nine million yeah. friends are going to vote for you. Right. No, we should not. But also, I yes, because I'm on it. Yes. It, I mean, it's a good way. I, I think also, like, my face. But there are also great people out there. That's that idiot yeah. that I was saying. There are also great people. There's out also there. great people. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be for everybody, but yeah. I'm trying to be. Sure. <laughs> no, but you'll be you. Yeah. You're not just going to go up. Yeah. I still remember. I would be starstruck if I saw. I forget what his name was. That's that's a problem. There was a guy in the last comic standing. He was kind of Stephen Wrighty, but he had long hair. He was like, I work at Bed Bath and Beyond um. in the Beyond section. <laughs> really funny joke. I think I remember. Was that on the commercials? It might have been on the commercial. And that was like repeat. Because I remember watch. I used to watch that show a bunch. I used to and, watch uh, that show. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I wanted to try Let's Stephen do the Wright. rest of it. As Stephen Wright. doing that. And then mm. I wonder if I could do. I was a cesarean section. What, what comic should I uh, try to impersonate? No, just tell me your story. Okay. I blew it. Because, I, I mean, I, I feel oh, like I can do okay. Um You should be – I'm just looking at a picture of Kumail. Kumail Kyle <laughs> Kinane, Kumail. Uh, you should All be at the same time? Hannah, oh, yeah, just pick one. <laughs> do Kyle Kinane. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Wright and Kyle Kinane. Hey, Kyle. I noticed that you don't do one-liners. <laughs> that's that's yep. That's my that's, Kyle Kinane. <sighs> Kyle waking Toby up. Toby Keith. Kyle waking up hungover. <sighs> <sighs> Kyle waking up normal. <sighs> <laughs> He's Kyle. Let's dance. <laughs> Let's dance. Let's dance. I, don't, I can't do Kyle Kinane. I can't either. <laughs> I can do Chicago. Yeah, sure. Was, that's Chicago. Mike, Mike Bryden signed up. There he goes. Yeah. There's a rumor going around uh, Chicago. <laughs> That's, that's that's you're nailing it. That's you're nailing it. You need those touchstones. That's nailing Mike, it. Mike Bridenstine's. 
Yeah. Uh, so you were, oh, last comic. And what, yes. tell me about the whole thing. I'm, I'm interested. Well, I auditioned for it last, the season before, didn't get on, and then uh, just happened to be on a show uh, at the improv with one of the producers. And she was like, uh, you should do this. And then I auditioned and I got in. Yeah. And I did it. And it was fun. Who are the ju- uh, judgerinos? Judgerinos are Roseanne Barr and Norm MacDonald and Keenan Ivory Waynes. So, yeah. And then Anthony's the host. I love it. Those are the people on the show. <laughs> I, love I can't it. talk about it. <laughs> and is it happening now? Like r- filming now? Yeah. Are the shows done? Yeah. Did you win? <laughs> Not at liberty to say. <clears throat> Did you win? Huh. That was Kyle Kinane answering that question. <laughs> I know. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> I know we can't talk about it, but did you win? <laughs> It was a very, uh, I Who think, was, like, which learning Which judge experience. liked you the most? Keen Ive? Rose, <laughs> yeah. Rose, really? Keenan was, uh, I, I would say, I will say it this, this way. I got the most positive feedback from Keenan. Keen Ive? Yeah. Oh, was Rose Bar mean? You'll have to tune in to find out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed there to say. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she was mean on. We can talk about her last season. She yeah, was you mean can talk about her on the previous season. Sure. And there was that bearded fellow, that, Ben Cronenberg. Ben Cronenberg. Yeah. Who I know. Yeah. Uh, why'd I call him that bearded? Fellow? <laughs> that bearded dude Who that pu- I know. <laughs> he pushed back. Yeah. He pushed back against Barr. Yeah. Isn't she a big Republican? I don't. Is she? I don't know. Is she like a? Oh, we can't start that rumor. Will you fine. Google that? I, I thought she was Please. like an independent because she ran for president, didn't she? Oh, my letters independent. <laughs> Exactly. Throw your votes up at me. Yeah. That's what I would say if I was running in. All I know about is uh, Roseanne's Nuts. She's nuts? She, like, tried to... No, she had a show called Roseanne's Nuts. Because <laughs> she's like a nut farmer in Hawaii. But then she's also joking about how she's nuts because she's like... She likes to joke that she's She likes nuts. to joke that she's crazy. Hmm. She is so tiny. Really? Yeah. Really? Because I just happened to see her walking. There was like a break before I went on. And I was like, who's that tiny woman? And then I went, holy shit, that's Roseanne. No She's way. She's so small. You do, So just like, regardless of weight, which uh, she used to she's be big. She's also super thin. Now. And now she's thin. She's very but thin. Just regardless of I just of mean that, regardless of that. She's a she's tiny person. Tiny. She's like a Natasha Leggero. Yes. Really? Yes. That small? Yes. That's dense. <laughs> yes. She's a Leggero. She's Leggero a Leggero size. <laughs> there should be a store for Leggeros. <laughs> there should be. Gap Kids. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh. She's small. She is small. But she would not wear that shit. No, she, she dresses fab perfectly. She dresses perfectly. Yeah, that is a she. If she just wears a t-shirt and jeans, I'm like still perfect. I know she's very still nailing el- it. Very elegant. Yeah, we have like three elegant friends, mm-hmm. and two of them are getting married. Moshe and Natasha. Yeah, yeah, to, good point. Are we allowed to say that? I don't know. Mm. That's gotta be. You'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm gonna text him right now. Yeah. Chris. I didn't know that until the other day she was on a show and said she was engaged. Moshe. And I just went, what the burp? Wait, she said on a th- on a show? On a local show. Oh, uh, so she's talking about it. She didn't say to whom. Can I say you're getting married on <laughs> the pod? <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Um, if it's right. in a text, it doesn't matter. You can say whatever you want in a text. Texts don't matter. Nobody, nobody pays attention to that. No. 
the NSA. <laughs> the NSA, <laughs> if, if they're judging the world by just reading our texts, they think everyone's a horrible person. Absolutely Everybody. terrible people. And a very horny person. Yeah, very horny, very hungry, yeah. very horrible people. Horny, hungry. I just realized we only, have, we only have 30 more minutes because oh, really? you're so wonderful. Oh, yeah. God, I love you. I love you too, Pete. <laughs> Sorry, that just came Now our me. love is legal. So. It's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No, no. Oh, can I ask you this? Please. Why get married? Not even as a gay person. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, do you want to have children? Yes. Okay, there you go. But I guess I just always saw myself as, well, I have divorced parents. Ah, so I think when because they were divorced the whole them. time, yeah, it's kind of like I'm Alex P. Keatoning, yeah, in terms of marriage of like, well, because I had friends that I grew up with or was friends with when I was younger, like in college age or something, and I know a lot of people got married quickly, yeah, you know, to and I think a lot of it is like the divorce. The, the they swing back reaction to divorce the the whole thing of like no we can do it very smart we of got you it to notice that we got it yeah um but I'm also you know I'm 32 and getting married so I feel I feel it's like so I funny because I think you're like 22 right. like I, you look like you're, uh, a child yes you look as young as Natasha Leggero's <laughs> form size <laughs> God why are we throwing I, our friends under the bus I don't know uh, why am I throwing our friends <laughs> yeah, under the bus yeah. um okay so. I also know that my wife, I guarantee, it was a big part of why she left, was because her parents didn't divorce. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. So Deal with you, it. was she comparing your marriage to their marriage? No, it wasn't even that. Mm. It was more like, look, you can do this. Mm. It's not that big of a deal. A lot of people have parents that they kind of, I think it's a modern phenomenon, but you're almost like, why don't my fucking parents get divorced? Sure. So I think sometimes the young couples get divorced as if to be like, Almost a parent, oh. their weird parents. <laughs> right. You're yeah. like, look, what's the big it's deal? It's super easy. It's super easy. <laughs> Fill out this paperwork. And now, yeah, exactly. You get a stamp. It's completely legal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. You'll Everything's be fine. fine. Everything's fine. It's all fine. And you'll split the assets and yeah. you'll be a kooky old lady living in Manhattan. Exactly. I saw a kooky old lady living in Manhattan mm-hmm. and I was like, there's a nice divorced New York lady or widowed yeah. or widowed. Sure. He might have died. You never know. You never know. I didn't you ask. Never know. I didn't ask. You never know. So you might, and you, you so your parents were uh, divorced and you're going to get married. Mm-hmm. You feel that. You're also mm-hmm. 32. Yes. And it's time and you're in love. Yeah. And you might have children. All those things. Yep. Uh, obvious white straight man question coming at sure. you. Sure. If you have children, who's going to be the bobo? I think we're both going to try to do that. So have time it two. Out. Do you know what's crazy? We Wait, did... you can time it out and have them be the exact same. Age. That's what I was going to say. Is that there was there was a <laughs> there was a couple uh, at one of our shows in North Adams, Massachusetts, uh-huh. that were like in the front row, and it was on Mother's Day or the day after the show was, and they like came to the show, and they were the. Like, if you imagine, like, just think of two types of lesbians. Okay. These women look like that. You know what I mean? Like, they one woman was, like, butch. Yep. With short, very short hair, gelled up on the top, like a garage. And the other one's more of a por- Porsche And the other one had, like, dreads oh. and was, like, tall. Oh. You know, it's Massachusetts. So yeah, 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 you got to sure. give a little leeway on, yeah, the, sure. on the femme type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they'd been together for 15 years. 15. And they're our age. And they've been together for 15 years. Get yourself out of the I'm studio. Leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and they had kids at the same, at almost the same time. They timed it out. Yes. I wonder so, if I, no bit. I wonder if you saw your uh, lover who was pregnant. <laughs> you're both nine months. Right. And one of them's water breaks. I wonder if there's something you're so emotionally connected 
that it might even induce some sort of labor. I, absolutely. I'm putting this in the category of people that die of a broken heart. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, not not like periods syncing up, but more like an emotional yeah. uh, bond. It's like we were talking about earlier, where you just have this connection with another person. That's right. However thin, thin, whether it's Buffalo Soldier yeah. playing on your radio Gold. or having a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all Bronze. a little connected thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. so you want to, you could do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And where where would you get, this is so obvious. Just, I can't figure it out. I don't know. Just humor me. Just, just, you, you have no problem well, with there's, it. There's, just humor <laughs> me. No problem. I'll, I'll humor the yeah. shit out yeah, of yeah, this. Because yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like there's benefits to both things of going to an anonymous donor yeah. or having somebody that you know. Because do then, they tell you at an anonymous donor? Is it like the I have movies? no idea. Is it like Harvard-educated <laughs> man? I think you can put in, like, requirements. Really? Like that you, yeah. Height? Which is... How Nazi do we get? I, I feel like everything. You know how Nazis were weird like Yeah, that? with the... Like, fucking terrible. Or, like, Kellogg's uh, cereal. Weren't they into the what is that whole eugenics? eugenics, Yeah, yeah, it's a eugenics joke, and I know that's not funny, but I I wonder how crazy you can get and be like, I think it's pretty crazy. Has to be over six feet. I want this eye color. Yeah, it's getting creepy in here. I mean, like a lot of it. It's getting creepy. (laughs) I would try to do it. I would try to match it to Cameron's genetics. Cameron's genetics. Like Italian. I I don't know. Alternative haircut. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) asymmetrical haircut. Denim. (laughs) Denim. Boots. Funny. Yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from Shrekat, yeah, just all that stuff. But, I mean, there's also, like, benefit to having it be somebody that you know, because then they could be involved right. in what, you know, eventually or whatever, and then you would also have that connection to that person. But then at the same time, I think it's dangerous to have a connection to the person that's, in, you know, we've all seen The Kids Are All Right. It's like a crazy, yes, <laughs> we have seen The Kids Are All Right. Do you watch gay, straight uh, men porn? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> right, yeah. but that's all I remember from that movie. But it is interesting. Part of me, because I'm obsessed with like tradition and like what we've done with men, and we, I was just talking yeah. to Jimmy Kimmel about this, mm-hmm. and it didn't, uh, it did not resonate with him at all. No. But the idea that in traditional tribes and stuff, the uh, woman is the nurturing place, and the man is the guy that's supposed to like break the borders and be like, sometimes you can break the rules sure. and stab a lion and scare the kid actually literally scare the kid yeah right around the puberty age there's a circumcision and there's like weird cave rituals and frightening the child to turn him into a quote-unquote man i understand we're painting with very broad brushes of course but for a moment while you were talking i was like oh if you wanted not that there's anything lacking in in your wonderful Mm -hmm. relationship you could have this hairy idiot (laughs) teach the baby hairy idiot things yeah not that you can't do that on your own no i know what you mean i think i think there's there's like value to I don't think you have to have two parents of the opposite sex to be a full yeah. per- human being, obviously. But I think you should have good role models of both. It's kind of the of village all. model. Yeah. It's the village model. Yeah, you have friends and cohort, you know, all that cohort. But unfortunately, we don't have the village mindset. So if right. there is this guy, you know, he goes out for a hot dog with a kid and he's like, you know, I'm your dad, right? <laughs> right. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's yeah. unfair yeah. to whichever of you wasn't uh, biologically quote unquote involved. Right. And right? Yes. Or and then he it, might it, overstep his bounds or It's funny when you said like the hot dog thing because it immediately made me think of the movie Boyhood. Yeah. Like the early scenes when he's like taking the kids and they're always doing like fun stuff. You well, know, the guy that is, you know, David Vanderveen uh did this podcast a long time ago. And he's a real uh he's the guy that you're glad as a guy. Mm-hmm. I like surf with him and stuff and he's the one that will rescue me. Sure. <laughs> Literally yeah. you feel safer because he's there. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I mean for 
maybe it's my ignorance, but I, I'm associating that with like a, a masculine dad, like a yeah. like a safe dad. Uh, where am I going with this? I forget. Mm. But you said the hot dog thing. Oh, yeah. he's the guy. He's the dad. His his wife is very loving and and feminine. And again, I'm using sure. broad, broad yeah, strokes yeah. here. Traditionally feminine and safe, nurturing. Let's not even say feminine. She's very nurturing and mm-hmm. safe. And he's the guy that's like, we'll pick up my friend Rob's uh, four-year-old daughter and throw her throw in the her ocean. Throw her in the air, yeah. yeah. In the ocean. Yeah, in the ocean. In yeah. the goddamn... I know yeah. grown men that would be like... Bill Burr is terrified of the ocean. would be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. He throws a child in there. And again, it's not that you couldn't do that, but in the village model... Right. In the village model, <laughs> I, I consider myself a, like a feminine energy. I really do. Yeah. I, I, I'm appropriately masculine. What, what does that mean, appropriately masculine? Yeah. I'm comfortable with how masculine and feminine I am. But I think in our relationship, it's a very feminine kind of feel, all mm-hmm. right? And then if, I, if we had a baby, I would want Vanderveen to fuck my kid up in the ways that I'm not fucking it up, you know, right. like throwing it in the ocean, because I don't yeah. know if I can do that. Yeah. I don't know if I... I don't and know. And I would say the indecision to do that yeah. would be weirder for the kid than the kid being thrown into the ocean. You I know agree. what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, indecision around, like, parenthood choices are what really messes with kids. Yeah, I agree Because you're like, that. why can't this person figure it out? Yeah. They're supposed to know everything. They don't know everything, and then you're like, screwed up for yeah exactly that's right just throw me in the ocean (laughs) make the choice it's better ask for forgiveness than permission but the kid loved it which is why it's hard for women to do the mass traditional masculine dad stuff because we think we'd much rather ask for permission than forgiveness because women are sort of taught the other way Hence Women all the talk other about like stop saying sorry. And I read something the other day about just. like just, I and I do just. that all the goddamn time. I know it's. I, I was just writing you to yeah. like I don't. They don't. It's, and you know what? I read that, and I and I had a moment of puffing up my own chest, and I was like, I don't say just. <laughs> I say hello. I'm writing you to request a spot on your show. <laughs> Goodbye. Give me five minutes. <laughs> I, I will demand take five minutes. <laughs> I will throw you in the ocean. <laughs> for I am a man. <laughs> uh, you could. You know, everybody has different testosterone. I just told you, mm-hmm. I, I have a, I'm not low testosterone. I actually had it tested uh, last physical. Really? <laughs> That's so fascinating to that me. That I'm not low testosterone? No, no, no. That, that it would be tested. Well, they test you because I had a, an ache in my nuts, which oh. actually was psychosomatic, right. and it's lasted ever since my wife left me. But mm, it's actually it. much, 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 much better. Not that you asked. But anyway, I went in and they were like, <laughs> we might as well just check, check, yeah. check that, check your sperm levels, all that sort of stuff. So my, my boys uh, are, are acting. A-OK? They're A-OK, if that's okay. Sure. I kind of was like- It's okay they, with me. If they didn't work, I was like, it's like I'm on the pill. <laughs> uh, and then- uh, my testosterone was normal. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's interesting because, hello, let's dance. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, let's dance, and then I danced. My but testosterone that, is fine. And then you're like, whoa. Testo- <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Uh, the idea of testosterone being linked to decisiveness. People have right. heard me say this on this podcast a million times because I listened to one NPR uh, <laughs> episode where they talked about it. And they were like, people with more testosterone go bald, mm-hmm. uh, get chest hair. Uh, and they're very decisive. And make decisions. And make decisions. <laughs> Bald, hairy decision makers. <laughs> That's testosterone. That sounds like the Supreme Court <laughs> up until 20 years ago. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. So these decisive people, I'm actually pretty decisive. I know this because I have a girlfriend who's incredibly indecisive. Sure. Who you know and love. Uh, but that's easy. I just have to be like, Chinese food. <laughs> like that's the modern yeah. man being quote unquote decisive. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, there is something to be perhaps considered that women uh, 
might have lower testosterone, probably do have lower testosterone. Mm-hmm. So they're not getting that that added boost. Right. In... We don't get the like nitro turbo yeah, yeah, decisiveness. You and then on top of that, you're, you're it's folded on top of us that like, hey, no, 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 no. Yeah. You shouldn't. Right. You shouldn't do that. God, I know. Be quiet. I know. Defer. Yeah. We have the defer gene. You know, I or know. not gene because it's, we wear defer genes. That's what I'm <laughs> Not even the, we, this is too big of a topic, uh, but the Jurassic Park movie, the new one. Yes. How unfeminist it was. And I was yes. like, that is, you know, rap videos, mo- most movies. Yeah. Like even like stuff like the Avengers and stuff. It's oh. like you have the, the fuckable uh, gun toy woman. You know, yes. like Scarlett Johansson can seem empowered. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could make an argument that she is. But really, you're kind of like, I don't want, I want to fuck that. Well, I These mean. guys are watching it. And they're like, so many boomies. What do I want to fuck? Oh, that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's yeah. comforting. It's insane. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, Pete, but I have a sci-fi action podcast where I talk about movies a lot. I didn't know that. What's it called? It's called Wham Bam Pow. That's Wham, on, Bam, it's Pow. on Maximum Fun. It's so cute, right? I love it. And but I we talk about that stuff all the time. And I saw Jurassic World, and I felt a little bit like they were trying to make it feminist. And they didn't understand, because one of the, first of all, four people wrote that screenplay. Yeah, Crazy. which means 40 people wrote this screenplay, <laughs> yeah. and then those were the last four to have their hands yes. on it. It's and like one of chairs. them was the woman that wrote The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, which explains so much to me, because that's from like 1992. Yeah. And it is a very like sort of 90s, trying to deal with the 80s version of uh, sexism, and then a 90s version of dealing with it mm. in Jurassic World, mm-hmm, I felt like, because she's mm-hmm. wearing heels and stuff. Why do that? I don't know. Like they're trying to do the Ginger Roberts backwards and in heels yeah. kind of a thing, but yeah. it just they didn't nail it. However, mm. an action movie that does nail feminism yeah. is San Andreas. Didn't. Have you seen San Andreas? Don't really love disaster movies. But... Well, yeah, me neither. But I had the best time watching that movie because really? of it. Because they just they simply they make a couple simple choices to make the women not insufferable and make them empowered to they just do things in the movie and you're like i i never see this jurassic world was the hate fuck model where Mm -hmm. it's like i didn't hate that character i'm just Mm -hmm. saying i think somewhere in the recesses of our subconscious we're going this woman needs a dick yes like you really yeah she she needs kids she needs a dick first and then she needs kids afterwards this one needs something to keep her busy yeah baking ain't doing it (laughs) we showed her the cookbook (laughs) She's not into it. She keeps wanting to market the thing. The heels was such a big, such Ugh. an obvious choice to yeah. keep them on. And she finally takes them off. And, and she was the mom. Chris, yeah. uh, Chris Pratt. That's yeah. the name. Mm-hmm. He was the dad. Yeah. That's the Vanderveen model. The, the He's out on the moped. Literally are like, you're so cool. Yeah. And, like, telling and she's, her she's closing a- the gate. To yeah. protect them. Yeah. And she's they're got still them. like, you suck because you weren't around 10 years. Like, exactly. you're kidding me, right? And they have, she has them in the womb-like truck. Yep. I'm talking about it at the end. And she's trying to protect them from the violence. Yeah. And Not he's on like a motorcycle, them. like a sperm well, motorcycle. He's on a sperm with the other velocisperms. <laughs> Going, da 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 Yeah. Holy crap. I didn't even think about that until just right now. <laughs> and the other weird thing about the Jurassic Park movies that we never focus on is that all the dinosaurs are females. And we're like, yeah, badass. But nobody ever talks about the fact that the dinosaurs are females. Are they all females? Yeah. I like, mean, that's in the, the reality thing, in, of the movie? In Jurassic Park, that's the one of the plot points is that the nature finds a way thing is that they made them all female. Oh. But a certain oh, DNA they strand the they used. Yeah. 
uh, when there's too many women around, this reptile or amphibian or whatever we'll changes change. its sex so that they can keep going. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they yeah. didn't think about that. But we as a culture celebrate this movie conveniently leaving out the fact that like the parts that we really like and that we think are awesome yeah. are females. Like the T-Rex is a lady. Yes. But Kick, we don't... Kick an ass. Yeah. That, that underwater one felt feminine to me. Very. And that death, which I won't spoil yeah. by saying this, but the... Well, I will spoil it by describing it. It was yeah. t- the death involved with that sea monster thing. At the end? And near the end, a human is killed by that thing. That was when I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Because as a lifetime vegetarian, even watching dinosaurs oh, yeah, that don't yeah, yeah, yeah. exist being that brutal, I was like, I can't deal with it. Who did it eat? Now we're just in spoiler town. Just jump ahead 15 seconds. <laughs> it's the, the, the woman that was babysitting the two kids. It like oh, right, her that. around a bunch of times, yeah. and I was like, this is too much. What, what, what does it say about me that I just forgot that scene? <laughs> <laughs> Although when she was dying, I was like, oh, right, yeah, we weren't really tied to her right, too much. Yeah. She's, she's just extra. She was bait. Yeah, her name in the bait. credits yeah, was bait. bait. <laughs> Kathy Bates? Kathy Bates. Oh, boy. Uh, we're, we're doing okay on time. I keep yeah. looking, but we're doing okay. Um, let's tell the let's talk about the duck. Yeah, let's talk about because the duck. we also have to talk about GI Joe, and I'm gonna, oh yeah, I'm gonna cry. Laughing. It was the best. You know, it's funny on this podcast. I always ask, uh, "What's the hardest time you've ever laughed?" And people always say, "I don't know what's yours." Sometimes that happens, and I yeah. always forget. Let's start with GI Joe. Mm-hmm. So you weren't high, right? I was not. So we we had you and Cameron, and who else was there? You, Cameron, Mail and Emily were there. Kimmel, and I think Emily, Emily Heller. Emily Heller, that's right. That was it, right? And we and Valerie, mm-hmm. and we blazed uh, dope. <laughs> And we do smoke dope. Mm-hmm. And uh, not not a lot. Old Petey can't handle a lot. So yeah, <laughs> sure. he has a little bit. But he's, it's enough to get him silly. Yeah, taking it easy, getting silly. Getting real silly. And and uh, when I am high, I can't watch anything that's uh, very long. I like watching uh, – I'm like the guy in Memento. Uh, sure. What's his name? Uh, remember Sammy Jenkins. Yes, I'm like Sammy, Sammy Jenkins. 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 I believe. Thank you. <laughs> he liked commercials because they were short and he could follow right, them. That's yeah. how I am when I'm high. I can't remember who's that guy. So I can't follow plots. So I like watching short things. So we start watching commercials from the 80s. Yep. And then we find this thing for <laughs> for talking G.I. Joes. <laughs> yeah. And it's from the 90s. And I think you can look this up. And it's uh, and it's uh, talking G.I. Joes. Yeah. And it starts. It's a 30-second commercial. And I'm sitting next to you on the couch. And and Flint is the first one, and he put and they go new no, talking GI Joe, and it pushes the button on Flint, and he goes eat lead cobra. <laughs> so he says eat lead and cobra. It's like animated in from the side. Yeah, he and shoots her. in yeah. eat lead cobra, mm-hmm. and it's the toys. And then it go, and it goes with all sorts of action phrases, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like Cobra Commander, and he's like yes, the Joes, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like thirty second commercial. <laughs> It's it killing cuts, you now. It cuts back to Flint. Yeah. Eat like Cobra. <laughs> yeah. And I'm high. Yeah. And when you're high, sometimes you think you're the only one oh, yeah. that thinks something's funny. And I'm losing it because I'm already tracking in my mind. He said eat like Cobra. It cut to one other, two others, then back to yeah. him saying eat like Cobra. Continually talking about how many phrases <laughs> yeah. they have. How amazing this new toy <laughs> yeah. is. So I start crying, laughing. And then at the end, I swear it starts to fade out. And <laughs> at the last second, he comes in at the 30th second and goes, eat like Cobra. Yeah, like with his arms up <laughs> diagonally into the frame. Eat like Cobra. <laughs> Three 
eat lead cobras in a 30 second commercial. They got nothing. Yeah, no. They got nothing. No. They, they didn't think it through. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have enough phrases for a 30 second commercial. And they're like, well, just keep well, going to eat lead cobra. Rule of threes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else only got one. Eat lead cobra. Oh, I think I have it. Let's play the audio from it. Oh, my God. This is, this is going to be worth it. it also oh, you want to feed it in? Or I'll just put it to the mic. It also reminded me of how awesome like kids' commercials are, that they just show the kids playing with them. You yep. know? I love that. I, I know what you're talking about yeah. because <laughs> like, it was... Oh, they, the fourth... Yeah, got Here it. we go. good especially because he was like move in eat like cobra <laughs> like, like it was an actual command and then they just did it again those first two oh, were so close together so close together hey, eat like cobra. Oh, move in eat, <laughs> eat like, like cobra, cobra. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to eat like cobra and it says each with so three many. they each have three they each have three. Right before and right after he says, they've got three <laughs> phrases. They say the same phrase before and after saying that. We have to hear just the first two again. <laughs> Praises. Eat like cobra. <laughs> oh. What's the deadline the day they shot it? <laughs> yeah. Did they have to turn it around immediately? <laughs> oh, I'm sweating and oh. crying. Everything. It's so good. Oh my god. So you were there, and yeah. you were the and only. We, yeah. You were my friend in the like my only friend in the sense that I'm die as hard as I'm laughing <laughs> yeah. now, and no one else is Nobody laughing. Nobody else. And I, when, when you get in your head a little bit, and I'm like. Yeah, and you're like, it let go, bro. And <laughs> yeah. I just laughed so hard. You knew what I meant. Yep. It was so bonding. I, I threw you the life preserver of eat lead cobra. I thought, like, it was, yes, I, th God. <laughs> I thought it was going crazy. <laughs> yeah. I literally thought I was an insane person. And yeah. I was like, no, you're in a room full of comedians. No one's laughing and you're weeping. And then Rhea goes, hey, let go, bro. <laughs> yeah. And we were there. I, I saved you. And that's very similar to the other story. Yes. But it happened twice that you said, this is when I realized we were on the very same frequency. Yeah. But we're watching, we were like, let's watch some movie previews. Remember? And we were like, yes. well, let's watch. Howard the Duck. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just feel like I'm I'm talking so much. Oh no, like, no, no. You yeah, do we, it. you do it. Because we were also watching that game show, the video game game oh, show, yeah. video which power. really, whew, yeah, that really took me back. Video power is a great thing to watch, sober or high. Yeah, it's so it's, he's so cooked out out of his mind. I think, and then it's just racks of video games. Yeah. Which is like just a nice sense memory yep. to remember being amongst racks of video that's games. That's right. Like, oh, if I get to grab them all. And that's and what you get that to do. And then that video, that game let you do it. That show like let you run around and stick video games stick to your body to you. and run out and you got to keep all those games. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And the host 
God love him, Johnny Power. Johnny Arcade, sorry. <laughs> Pardon me. Johnny Arcade. Johnny Arcade. Johnny Arcade is so inappropriate and weird with the children. Yes. He can't get anything from... It's like, you know, blood from a stone. Yeah. Oh, and we were also... You, that reminded me. Yeah. We were also talking about how different kids on TV were then. Yeah. this was like the late 80s, That's early right. 90s, and these kids are like... <laughs> like, they don't know how to be That's on TV right. at all. But if you did that now, That's kids would right. be like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, exactly. Ready. I try. I think I meant to try that on stage, but it was such a weird it's, premise. Yeah, it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. But in the 80s and 90s, children were like, hi, my name's Tommy, and I love guts. <laughs> and now yeah. they'd be like, where's my mark? Is this my <laughs> right. camera? Yeah, doing her hair. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tommy. Guts is my favorite show, and I'm here to take it down. I've been practicing my whole life for this moment. <laughs> and in the 80s and 90s, you know they had to be like, say your name, yeah, be where right. you're from. Don't look directly in the camera. Yeah. And then they just look directly in the camera. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> in like a weird, mesh tank top. Yeah, their glasses. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird long hair in the back. <laughs> no uh, makeup. Of course, like, of course makeup no makeup. for TV. It's children. It's, it's kids. They, they're you natural. Want, you, what are you, a creep? <laughs> you want to have a makeup? On children now, of course. Now you kids do. are tanning and like whitening their teeth. <laughs> Airbrush. Yeah. So we start watching Howard the Duck because yes. video power gets to be too much for me. Right. And we're watching it and again. I'm high, so if you can imagine the feeling of being high and you're watching this. And in the '90s, I talked about this on your. Did this air yeah, on we, your podcast? I think so. Yeah. On your other podcast, yes. Put your hands together. Lovely podcast that I've been on many times, where we do stand up and stuff. Jokes, jokes, mm, jokes. I talked about how in the nineties, like the Jurassic Park, here it comes up again. Yeah, trailer didn't show the dinosaurs. No, as a big fuck you. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, buy you a ticket. Come to the movie. You have to come see it. This and is I remember, gonna be one of five movies this summer. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. Everyone's gonna talk about it. Yeah. they're not gonna show you on their phones. Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to go see it. What are you gonna look it up somewhere? Yeah. That doesn't exist. <laughs> the book about the the listing of the movie and what the plot is isn't gonna come out for another ten years. So you better come see the movie. It was a thing. <laughs> yeah. It was like a happening. Yeah. And that scene where they're in the truck and he and the Jeep and he turns yeah. her head and you see the dinosaur for the yeah. first time. That was the first time you knew what color they were going to be. Obviously, right. they made them like lizards. But as a child, remember when you were a kid and you were like, what color were dinosaurs? What are those going to be? We don't yeah. know. We yeah. don't know. We have no idea. They could have been red. But, but thanks uh, to Jurassic Park, now we know. We do. <laughs> exactly what dinosaurs looked and acted like. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Which I was reading a Times review of Jurassic World, and yeah. it was comparing, you know, I guess zookeepers are really into Pratt's character because it's about respect, not control, all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. maybe look at the movie in a different way. But they also said, sure, it's a bit different conversation when you're talking about dinosaurs that are famous for eating humans and otters. And I was like, dinosaurs are famous <laughs> for eating humans. <laughs> We've never coexisted. How could they be famous? <laughs> You're the Times. Also, t- tigers <laughs> yeah, and lions. Right, right. They and are famous. Why'd for- you pick otters? <laughs> right. Motherfuckers. Anyway, uh, well, you were talking about oh, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, same thing. Yeah. I didn't know this. I wanted to see the duck. Yes. We're watching the preview. <laughs> and I, and you're sitting next to me. If I'm remembering this yeah. correctly, I thought it was so funny to lean over to you and kind of Mulaney-style, coyly go like, show the duck. Mm-hmm. And then I would laugh for 45 yeah. minutes. Show the duck. Show the duck. What made it funny, if this will make sense, was that it was exactly how I felt. Yeah. Like, it wasn't 90% show the duck. It was 100% yeah, 100% show, the, 100% duck. show like, the duck. show. I was getting mad. Yeah. Show the duck. Show the duck. <laughs> and the preview ends, and again, I'm alone weeping, and Rhea goes, 
Show the show duck. The duck. <laughs> Just friends forever. Yeah. Show the duck. Show the duck. Show the duck. Show the duck. You made a preview for a movie called Howard the Duck, and it just shows, like, you just missed him? Yeah. Move the camera. Show the duck. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something else, but it just came out. Show the duck. Because it's like, cut to the chase. Show the goddamn duck. (laughs) But there's, like, so few movies then that they had to hide everything. Like, they didn't show the DeLorean in any of the Back to the Future uh, trailers or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Maybe theatrical trailers, but not... Anything that you have seen on TV. I think the sequels to let you know. Sure, yes, of course. You're you're back. Yeah, we're back. We're back (laughs) to the movies. (laughs) (laughs) Show the duck. I'm always trying to think. Show the car. I love making t-shirts of funny things that we laugh about on the show. I wonder if we should make a show the duck I think we should make a show the duck. Or an E-Led Cobra shirt. (laughs) Both. I I will wear an E-Led Cobra shirt. I would wear both of those shirts. I mean, there's no real loss. We could make them. Make the Eat Lead Cobra shirt like a baseball jersey shirt, you know, like the three quarter sleeve raglan, if you will. Well, that you mean like with the with the stripes on? No, it? No, 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 like the the sleeves that come down just past your elbows, <laughs> and then it's diagonal on the shoulders, <laughs> and then white in the middle, and it says Eat Lead Cobra on it. I would wear that. And then if you could afford it, if you could put this in the budget, then put the number three on the back. Because they say eat lead cobra three times. Oh, then... my <laughs> God. That's such a great idea. But the company I use, uh, mm. Teespring, doesn't... Uh, they don't do not do back they, hits? They don't... You can do a back. Yeah. We can do it. <laughs> and it'll say eat lead cobra, and on the back, it'll have the number three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. A, like a sport? Yeah, like a sport. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like a sport. Like a sport. Oh, my Jesus, if ever I've loved thee. So he let go. perfect shirt. I don't know. What do we do for Show the Duck? Yellow shirt. (laughs) And then it's like the Twitter egg. Show the Duck. (laughs) Did I tell you, Pete, that I used to be a graphic designer before I did stand-up? It has a crack in it. Yes, a crack. Show the Duck. Yep, Show the Duck. Maybe like a bit of a feather coming out of the top. You know? Just like... A little. Like a this hand. is also getting Jurassic Parky with the claw coming out. That's scary. Yeah, that's scary. I think a crack is scary mm-hmm. too. A, a light crack. And crack is also scary. Crack will ruin your life. <laughs> Show the duck. Eat lead cobra. Yeah, are going to be available. I will. The, the I will wear both drops. of those shirts. I will wear eat lead cobra. Yeah. I will wear the eat lead cobra one to play on my baseball team that I play on. So I play in a Sunday baseball league, and I will wear that shirt to play baseball. I'm so happy. <laughs> I really am. I mean that. We're going to make those. Okay. Beautiful. PeteHolmes.com. Uh, that sounds like I'm plugging it. I just get so happy when sure. I see people wearing it. I am plugging it. Yeah. But it's not about the cash. It's about seeing people it's wearing it. It's about t-shirts. It's about t-shirts. <laughs> it used to be about t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're almost out of time. We have 15 minutes, which is enough time, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. We've had so many laughs. We can yeah. end it whenever you want. So many laughs. We're going to talk about the hardest time you've laughed. That's the last question. But the first question oh, yeah. is, uh, we always talk about the meaning of life. Ooh. Sometimes when we do all this laughing, mm-hmm. it, I, I feel, as long as we hit it in some ways, we don't have sure. to have a big, profound time. But were you religious? Are you religious? Um, well, I wasn't like I wasn't raised anything, but I went to Catholic school oh, that's my whole right. life. So I have that whole, I have that mindset. I have the guilt. They gave me the guilt. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They yeah. put that into my brain. <laughs> Um, Probably helps with comedy a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it definitely makes me think about things in a weird way, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also went to all-girl Catholic school, <laughs> which is perfect. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I'm, like, trying to find spirituality again, I think. I went to all this Catholic school. I went to 
Notre Dame for grad school for a year. Yeah. I was like, no. And then went very anti anything, like spirituality, any of that stuff was just not into it. But yeah. my grandmother passed away last year. So, and now I've, no, please I, laugh. I just laughed at you saying your grandmother because I was thinking about the three on the back of the shirt. Oh, I'm yeah. So sorry. No, it's great. It she, she would love that you laughed at the fact that she's. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I wasn't. No, no, worse, I, know. I wasn't fully listening. No, I, I was know. thinking about he let go, bro. <laughs> it's a perfect shirt. <laughs> it's a perfect shirt. I mean, I came up with the idea so that the fact that you're telling me it's so great. Yeah, it's I don't a compliment. mind. It's a laugh compliment to you. It. It's a compliment to you. <laughs> I need it. Give me that validation. And we're going to do it in that, like, Yep, mm-hmm. we're done talking yeah, about that. Your grand- back to your grandma Yeah, back dying. to grandma dying. God, I'm the worst right now. <laughs> but that really made me start thinking about it in a different way, just because of the experience passed. of it. When yeah. did that happen? The uh, October. Well, it was September, oh. October. Re- this year? Yeah, last oh. year. Well, yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, last year. Because I, you know. uh, I was supposed to go on tour, and then like the Monday before I was supposed to leave, my mom called me at 9 a.m., mm. and my grandmother had already been in the hospital. I was like, oh, I know what this call is. Yeah, never, and I just immediately flew home and spent like two weeks in hospice with her. Oh. So, But it was I'm really grateful for the experience because it made me think <laughs> and feel different things that I'd never thought or felt. So yeah. just like having a greater she... connection to everything. You know, I, I was there, which was like, coming off of all this the medication she'd been on for 10 15 years and just had this crazy connection to her like talking about otherworldly stuff it was insane what do you mean what was she saying she was just like sitting straight up and i mean this is an 88 year old woman that's on her deathbed and just sitting straight up in bed like the most spry i'd ever seen her Mm. in my since i was a kid and just saying things like i want you to make a quilt because she was a big quilter yeah I want it to be nine spaces and 12 squares and just like saying all this and being like, first it was two and then there were three and now there's Cameron. And I was like, what in the hell? And now now I figured it out. She was talking about she had two daughters and then I came along and then Cameron. So she's had this like line of women in her life. (laughs) And she was like saying those kinds of things. And I mean, her eyes were deep, you know, it was like looking into the universe. Oh, my God. I know this is very like out there. Who are you talking to? But, uh, yeah, it was real crazy. That's amazing. Plus, we were talking earlier about, you know, just, like, humans acknowledging each other and sharing moments and stuff. When that's going on, you can tell, you know, because mm-hmm. then I, I wasn't just in the hospital. Like, I would leave, and I was in my hometown, so I would go to these places, and people would just look at me like, hey, can I get you anything? You know, like, mm-hmm. at a restaurant, but they didn't. it wasn't like, hey, can I get you something? It was right. like, hey... What can I get for you? Yeah, they're, pick, <laughs> like, they're picking they, it up. They on knew you. like something's going. So, there's something wrong in the floor. There's a disturbance gr- in the and floors. the grandma dust on you. Yeah, I got the grandma dust. That's I had it like a breakdown in a Taco Bell. And how was it? What was her final moment like? If you don't mind me asking, I wasn't there for her final final moment. I think she just uh, my aunt was there staying with her, and yeah. she just my aunt described it as like I just woke up in the middle of the night and I could tell she was gone. Mm. That was like it. Yeah, she was like sleeping. She'd lost her ability to speak. Mm. And uh, just kind of went in the middle of the night. But I did have this experience with her when I thought she was going to go, because Cameron came the second week that I was there. She kept asking about her, like, when she was going to get there and stuff. And then she got there, and we'd, you know, been spending all this time with her. It was four of us and her. We're in this hospice room, and she looked terrible. Like, her nose is blue. And they give you a pamphlet to tell you, like, basically what to look for mm. uh, when it's the final moments. And she was holding her hands uh, on her chest and laying down, she honestly looked like a sarcophagus or something, yeah, you know, like just like a mummy just laying there. Eyes were closed. Her breathing was super slow and spaced out. And then every sound she made, I was like, oh, God, is that a death rattle? Just like t- 
terrified, you know, yeah. waiting for something to happen. Yeah. We called the chaplain in. She'd put like oils on her forehead. We were like praying. I never pray. I haven't prayed in forever and was like, please, if you exist, please take this woman out of this pain she's going. Just do do this one thing for me. Yeah. And uh, so just all the just snot pouring out of every orifice of my face, just like on the brink of death. And then all of a sudden she just lifts her fist into the air and goes, I rule the roost. And Cameron goes, and how does that feel? And she goes, fantastic. And then just went to back to being awake. It was like, and the chaplain was like, well, she doesn't seem ready to go yet. So she was like fighting till the last minute. She like, just did not want to go. She ruled the roost. She ruled the roost. I rule the roost. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I just realized, like, how much of a parent she was. You know, I, like, lost my first parent, which is, a, I think, a big experience mm. in everybody's life when their parents pass away. And Because uh, I grew up in her house. My mom and I lived with her mm. and my grandfather. She it's was crazy your mom's experience. mother? Yes. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that, that those are the portals we come through. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of sounds like a vagina joke, but literally sure. your dad is depositing, but these, mm-hmm. are, these are the doors you came through. Yeah. So yeah, that is. No, that makes a lot of sense. So that's how, I mean, not to go totally dark at the end, but I mean, I'm happy about it though. Yeah. It, it, it allowed, a lot of things from the past have opened up, mm. but they're positive. It's positive that they have, like doors have opened, not to use the portal thing. And yeah. um, a lot of things that I had anxiety about or was stressed about, I don't care anymore. Yeah. It like doesn't matter, you know, cause on the other side of a, of a human being gone that was important to you is what is the point of carrying all that around? Yeah. You know, I just don't all the bullshit, all the bullshit from yeah. like 20 year old bullshit. is just like, okay, I can put that away now. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Cause you're seeing it, you're taking it lightly. You're letting it pass yes. through you. Yeah. That's a very mystical thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the goal of a lot of those, uh, monks and mystics is to not hold on to anything yeah. and to kind of remember your grandmother's passing. Yeah. At, at, you know, people, there's some, such a thing as like death meditation, like mm-hmm. contem- all you do is contemplate your mortality and that can uh, bring about that sort of lightness. Yeah. It is. A, I, I was listening, before I was listening to Bob Marley, I was listening to Kirtan, which is mm-hmm. like chanting and it makes me feel really good and uh, I love it. And, um, then somebody drove like an asshole and kind of cut me off. And I was sure. like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not for them to hear, just for me. Yeah. And in that moment, you know, I have to be like, I love your anger. Like even that, you have to just be like, I love your anger. But then I just go, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. But not in the phony baloney, I love you, brother. Right. You, yeah. pastor repressing it way in a genuine release. Right. Where you're really thinking Actually about. Actually letting yourself off the hook of the thing and yeah. just like letting it go. Not only, first of all, not identifying with the anger in a negative way. Because if mm-hmm. you push against it and go, Peter, don't be angry. Yeah. Don't be angry. That's why I literally said I love your anger. You have mm-hmm. to. You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, it's got you the other way. Right. It's either got you coming or going. Mm-hmm. Or you cannot resist and just be like, I love your anger. And then and then move forward. And then uh, what did you just say? You said the perfect thing. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Let's dance. <laughs> yeah, I said let's dance. But the other thing, uh, we, we get the point. Yeah. A true release, a true, yeah. not we all die, so what? what's the matter? Right. But like what is truly important mm-hmm. is, is maintaining a positive vibration. Yeah. Why I was listening to Bob Marley. And why you're trying to like connect and help and serve and feel – and, you know, be there for people. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter if you got angry in your car. And it doesn't matter whatever you let go of. Mm-hmm. If the- you love something, set it free. 
There you I go. think about that all the time, and I used to think about it just romantically, like, oh, if you love somebody, let them go, like yeah. a police song or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I see it as more like, oh, if you love your life, let it go. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't like hold on to people or feelings That's or right. things or expectations. You're just the witness. Yeah. You're just watching it. There's no like fate or predetermined thing, but everything that is given to you is given to you for a reason. I think. I think so too, yeah. and and that's a very that's another thing you can meditate on is whatever situation you're in, mm-hmm. uh, whether or not uh, you want to look at this as literally true or a good practice. You go, this is what's happening. This is the phenomena that's in front of me right now, and why is this happening for me? Mm-hmm. And not like, oh, why is this? But just like, what, yeah. what, what will I gain by being fully present? In yeah. This moment? As you You'll were. gain an Eat Lead Cobra t-shirt by being fully present in the Eat Lead Cobra moment. First, you have to tell me. First of all, that was lovely. Secondly, I do have to go. Thirdly, yeah. please tell me the hardest time you've ever laughed. And then fourthly, we're going to play the commercial again. Awesome. We have to. It's th- the funniest thing I've ever seen. I think the hardest time... Well, I laughed really hard at the movie Spy, and I'm pushing the heck out of that movie. Really? Because it's like the movie I've been asking for for so long. So I'm just like, I'm... I'm going to chill for this movie. Really? But yeah, I laughed really hard at that movie. Oh, wow. Like a lot, like the whole way through. I, I'm not shocked, but I yeah. haven't heard other people talking about it. I really loved it. Okay. And the action is great in it, too. But I think the hardest time that I've laughed is during, I think it was the 1992 World Series. My, my best friend came over to my grandmother's house, and my mom and my best friend and I were playing Life. <laughs> the board game, which we had like a real serious life summer where we just like got real into that game. It's a real big decision whether you go to college or just straight to work, you know? <laughs> but we were watching... The game was on in the other room, and we were playing this game, and then we decided we were just going to w- go watch the game. We were putting it away, and we were probably 10. And as we put the top on, it farted. Like, the top went... <laughs> you know, like, just farted. And it was the first time I ever heard it, and we lost our minds for, like, the rest of the night. Na- like, rolling, holding our stomachs <laughs> that this board game container farted. <laughs> And it was the best. And I'll remember it forever because of the World Series and life. Brilliant. <laughs> Nothing to add. Only, <laughs> only appreciation. Only perfect. And is, are we going in the right order? Now we're going to play the commercial again? And then you're going to say, keep it crispy. Perfect. And then we'll be done. You are the greatest. <laughs> you are. He says it a third time. (laughs) He says it three Three times. Three times. It's 30 seconds. It's Beetlejuice. They each have three. (laughs) They each have three. (laughs) And battle sounds. Yeah, but they're like, we really love this Eat Lead Cobra. (laughs) That's the one that tested well. (laughs) What what are the other two things General Hawk says? Yeah. We'll never, we'll never know. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> if someone knows, tell me. If somebody has that toy. You got to push it. Yeah. What if you hit E-Led Cobra and then the battery dies? But, oh, E-Led Cobra. Yeah. Oh. We'll, ne- <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Thank you so much, Rhea. Thank you, Pete. Please say your thing. You know. Keep it crispy. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm so crispy, my ice game make you really wanna get me.
Now leaving Nerdist.com.